Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast. Thanks for joining us. 30 people so far. What's going on? Husky, Richard. Richard had a package van this week. I hope you liked it, mate. I've sent out a lot of packaging, so if you're expecting a prize from us, then it is in the post if you haven't received it already. There is some members that I still need uh, addresses from, though, so if you don't get something, email me, and we'll sort that out. Care packages are always happy days when you get one of those in your box, man. Oh, yes, yeah. man. It was a nice care package, too. So uh, how is everybody this evening? Uh, I'm wondering where TG is, man. A little bit worried there. I know where he usually makes it on time. I hope he's all right. Anyway. Monkey, how you doing, man? You good? Doing pretty good, man. It's a great day over here in southeast U.S. It's a sunny day, and you're going to kill me when I tell you the temperature today. <laughs> 22. It's 19 today, guys. Oh, my gosh. Sunshine and 19. So, yeah, lovely, lovely weather today, but it's not going to be this way for long, I understand, but looking for a good show. Yeah, man. How you doing, Zian? Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. I've had uh, my, my, my day of fixing heating again today. So I've, I've cheered lots of people up. And how are you doing, Greenbeard? I am not too bad, lads. Greenbeard here. Um, weather is a bit better in Ireland compared to what it has been of late, but uh, still shitty. Um, you will find me, as always, in Percy's Grow Room, and you'll find me on Instagram and yeah, Facebook. Man. Sweet, and usually TG would say hello here, but he's going to be delayed. I'm sure we'll be here in a minute. Can we do TG's intro? But shall we do it for him? Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm TG here. I'm TG. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> shows. <laughs> I got my Romulan God Bud for tonight. Sunny Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he'll be by shortly. Uh, he'll, he'll be like, dudes. I don't sound like that. Temple Grower is knocking at the door. Let me just. We should have a little ding dong. Oh, we have to say hello. We've oh, let me just go and answer this. Oh, hello, t- Temple Grower. How are you today, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Here he is. Fashionably late. Click. Fashionably. Way to be. All right. Hey, guys. Yo, TG, just in time. Just in time for your intro. Hey, everybody. I'm Temple Grower. We already tried to do it for you, but it didn't have the same class. Hey, guys. Temple Grower here from Canada organic soil grower hope everybody's doing pretty good sweet i think i liked our intro better yeah me. yeah we forgot the organic <laughs> soil grower bit there. that's true hey, that's well. true we did you do man you good you're right on now uh so yeah, pissed you off or... oh no i'm i'm i'm, I'm fine cool, cool. hit good. something man smoke some weed i hope everybody else is smoking as well getting good and high because so you know how we like to start off making sure that everybody's smoking. So by the time we get to the tangent 420, we're all good and stoned for a good discussion. You know what I'm saying? Tangent 420 is going to be about time travel this week. It's going to be an interesting one because we are all physicists with degrees and shit. We know exactly what we're talking about. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Grow Guides this week, we thought we'd discuss pot sizes and different kinds of pots for different mediums. Because that's a question which you see come that comes up often, and you'd think it was a simple answer to the question, but it never really is. So uh, we're going to discuss that, that one away, there. It seems like every week we get that asked the same question on the site, don't we? Yeah. What's the best but, pot? What's the best whatever? Mine. 
The one and it depends on what it. medium you've got as well. So mine. <laughs> so, uh, so what else have we got? We've got to do the news and and the famous stoners. The same things we do every week. You know how we roll. So make sure you, you've got your shit lit. You're ready to smoke. Let's go on to the uh, the news this week then. Let's do it. Tune. What's going on, lads? The weekly cannabis news from High on Homegrown. So uh, who wants to go first? I suppose you've all got news. GB, you want to hit that first? Yeah. yeah. I know He's GB hits the bond in between there, sections, doesn't he? So I like yeah. to catch him. He's like, yes. Yeah, I noticed that. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. You caught him. Hang on, let me just go yeah. find it. Quick, quick. Timing Ew. is everything. It's in the middle of the oh, right. Lads, Colorado marijuana sales exceeded... Two two billion dollars in twenty twenty. Was that a good way? Sorry. Was that a good hit? (laughs) That was a fucking really good hit, and Mackie ruined it on me (laughs) by catching me in the middle of it. You son of a bitch! I just knew. I just knew. It's what we do. No, I tell you what it is. It's the recreational and the medical sales of marijuana accounted for about one hundred and seventy-five million of revenue. In November, sweet man, Whoa. just November, mm-hmm. you know, and they they reckon that the industry has done about two, it has surpassed uh, the two billion dollars threshold mm-hmm. in um, in just in the state of fucking just Colorado. in one state, yes. just one state. Oh, oh, <laughs> Colorado's big into it, man. It's, it's George, yes. Boris is saying that now and thinking, yes, economy yeah. sorted. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand why all of the economies, all of the fucking leaders of the places don't look and go, hang on. They are doing, they, believe yeah. me. Like, yeah, I think so. I look at a, a study that I, I found as I was going along today. It was a study from back in 2013. And it said that in the Netherlands, 25.3% of the population between 15 and 64 said they either smoke or have tried cannabis. Right. In Ireland, 25.3% of the population have said the same fucking thing. 0.4% of the population in mm. a difference. Mm-hmm. And they're still not fucking legal in this country. It just makes Ridiculous, me fucking it? sick. But but what, yeah, what- what you do find, though, is now that, that there's massive, massive amounts of profit involved, the politicians aren't going to be legalizing it. They're all going to be looking how they can make money out of it themselves by privatizing it and making their own little companies and doing this and doing that, which is what they've started doing. They've started yeah. granting little licenses all over the place. Wow. And do you know what? I, I will kind of agree with you, man, because we have we have three parties in power over here. It's wanker party a wanker party b and then that's we the have same three. as us i didn't know we had the same yeah. government yeah. Yeah. they're related and then we have the green party now the green party have always said that they they have been in favor of cannabis legalization these fuckers are in power now and the leader of the green party had the odd city to turn around last week and say Ireland is not ready for cannabis. Oh, are fucking. you on fucking drugs yourself? Uh, what type of fucking crack are you smoking, yeah. Eamon Ryan? You know, methamphetamine. Because it ain't no fucking cannabis. 
So then we are. Uh, we also have a little bit of forum there news there, which we should shout out before we carry on. It's James's birthday tomorrow. Oh, well, he's having a party today, I think. Oh, is it tomorrow, is it? Yeah, I think his birthday's tomorrow. I don't know. I get my days mixed up, so I don't know what day it is. all good, man. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> James, if you can Happy remember birthday, when James. your birthday is, let us know. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> We're going to continue getting high. Make sure you keep smoking, too, because we want to get good and high by the time we get to that tangent. Oh, gosh, that's a tangent, too, man. So, ZM, what are you saying about news this week? Wow. This is something I've brought up before, and you said that, uh, oh, yeah, 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 they do this every year. But this time, it's actually looking like it's true. It actually um, looks like it's got to be true every time. Actually, no, there's actually a report on it this time, and the mayor and the police are behind this idea. Yeah. There was last time, mate. I, I was know. looking at this, and I was, going to, I was going to use this as my story tonight yeah. as well. Oh, sure, then everybody knows. No, we'll just discuss it. No, 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 no. I am kind of with Mackie in a way that, yeah, they have said it quite. Oh, here, we don't even know what it is, Ian. No, Sorry, you don't know. You, you just have to pretend that you don't know. Right, okay. Amsterdam, again. Um, the mayor and the police now want to ban foreign tourists from cannabis coffee shops. Um, they've. they've in, 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 in recent, like, 20 years, uh, apparently the, the amount of coffee shops has decreased from 283 to 166. But turnovers increased by up to 200%. So that was a total waste of time, eh? But now they've decided that uh, the, the, the young people, the tourists are, like, they're the tourists that they don't really want coming. So they've decided it might be a good idea. It's lies, man. Who doesn't want tourists coming? Yeah, but it, it's not so much tourists, is it? I mean, it's these ones that are under twenty-five. That where everybody says that the 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 the, the cannabis can have a, uh, an effect on. The, but you know what they want to do? Because these people who are under twenty-five who go over there and cause trouble are not going there to smoke weed. They're going there to watch football games and drink so beer. Stop football games. Trouble. Instead of stop smoking people, uh, people smoking yeah. weed, yeah, and yeah, the problem's yeah. gonna be fixed. Yeah, but they they really do say this every couple of years, man. I think yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. some publicity ploy to just get people it's, over there, get more people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I I honestly don't think it's just the cannabis. You know, I I think mm. that it could be the fact that like, as you're walking down the road, you see more putang than most men would see. <laughs> in their life in fairness but know? that's it it's so many factors in it it's not just there, there, there it's is not a, just cannabis it's there's so yeah, many factors to it drink cannabis women you know prostitutes all of that put together and with like music and dance and back galleys and stuff, none of that's going to come out well and you culture know? you know there's a lot of yeah. interesting places around amsterdam nice museums the, the diamonds and all the and frank museum it's more Sweet. than just about cannabis it's got a lot of good culture there too Oh, I'm talking about the bad I'm stuff. I'm off to Amsterdam to visit some museums tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's none of it's bad stuff. It's culture, man. It's just the way it is. I love Amsterdam. Yeah, great place. Cannabis oh, museum. It's, fucking, it's epic. It's one of the most liberal places that you can mm -hmm. go. You know, it's it's brilliant. You know, and um, they say the prostitution to bad, but prostitution happens all over the world. But in Amsterdam, at least in some way, they are safe. They're, they're safe. You know, they're yeah. not in the back alleys just trying to find a job or something. 
at they least they're safe. It, it's going to happen anyway, so they take the approach of we might as well try and control it, which is a sensible approach to take. Yeah, I think. I think it is great city, man. If you haven't been to Amsterdam, everybody get over there quickly because they're closing the <laughs> coffee shops off to everybody soon. So quick, quick. <laughs> they ain't really, but you know, okay. <laughs> if you haven't been, do still try and go there. But you know, it is a great place. I, I love Amsterdam. Just some guys over there in the states who probably haven't been to the the dam because it's so far away, isn't it? Not me. I've never. Yeah, it's a mission mission for you guys. It's only like a fucking an hour's flight for us here. There is nicer places in the Netherlands that you can smoke cannabis. Yeah, Rotterdam's apparently Rotterdam, nice, but I've never man. been there. I tell you, it is one of the nicest, cleanest, friendliest cities. Mm-hmm. It, it comes a long way when you're walking down the street and you don't even see a bit of gum stuck onto it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it shows that the people have respect for their. It friends. shows that weed's legal and they charge a shitload of tax from it, so that mm-hmm. goes to keep the streets clean. That, that's where it all comes from, man. They can afford to pay <laughs> people it's, it's to do where I was coming yeah, from. Stoders are very courteous and very caring people. Mm-hmm. Yep. More day will go, man. When all this COVID shit's over, we'll, we'll do an Amsterdam hookup. Oh, yeah. Someday it'll happen. Oh. We will. So, we will. Have you got some news there, TG? Uh, now I do, yeah. I didn't before, but... Sweet. Uh, <laughs> not really quickly. I, uh, my go-to news website, Marijuana Moment... Their top story is another, this isn't specifically about weed or cannabis, but uh, I mentioned when the Oregon thing happened, when they decriminalized magic mushrooms over there, I think I mentioned that. And there's another city actually called Somerville City in Massachusetts, which I'm not very good at saying that word. So I pre- or I do apologize for any Massachusetts or whatever you call yourselves. <laughs> so the Somerville City Council voted nine to zero to... Uh, criminalize a wide range of psychedelics and in the pictures they have magic mushrooms a peyote cactus and some ayahuasca or at least the vine they used to make ayahuasca right um so that's pretty cool it seems like a lot of these a lot of the cities at least on the small end of things and in statewide in oregon at least are are looking into the the uh not just cannabis legalization but the legalization of psychedelics so uh yeah opening the uh, proverbial door you know so, well, both figuratively and, and literally kind of thing. So, I don't know. Uh, I didn't, the, the story just goes on to say that it, it had uh, roots in in the, the harm reduction that's coming from, you know, anecdotal evidence and things like this. But yeah, I mean, the more the merrier, right? And It's already more... anecdotal because I'm not allowed to do studies on it. Yeah, Time's exactly. changing. Yeah, but anecdotal is good too, so. It seems to be heading yeah. in the right direction with psychedelics as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have much of a leg to stand on when alcohol's legal, really, because that's fucking such a terrible drug. By yeah. comparison, yeah. yeah. So well, you, you got some news too, Monkey, right? Yeah, it kind of ties in a little bit with um, what GB was talking about. Um, seems like the U.S. Census Bureau has decided uh, to start collecting mar- marijuana tax revenue data from all 50 states. Uh it sounds awful. When I first read this, I'm going like, oh, no, here goes the government getting into it. But when you uh, unpack mm, it. We're missing bit, out on here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we <laughs> unpack it. That's what the first thing I said is like, oh, my gosh, the government's looking at, you know, they're licking their chops. They want this money or something like that. But really, when you unpack it, they, they track everything in the states on the census, like alcoholic beverages, property, tobacco, motor vehicles, uh, all that kind of stuff is tracked. And they're now actually admitting that marijuana is legitimate and vital. 
and essential. So actually, when you unpack this, it's a good thing that the government's now saying, well, we need to track this because it's legit. So mm. that's kind of cool. I mean, it's now going it, marijuana is now going to be considered a commodity. Oh, they're, they're seeing that money. They're yeah. seeing it. Changing and their minds, man. <laughs> you know what it is? It's, it's like everybody is finally copping on to say, hang on, we can be saving the planet and making a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. By, by fucking legalizing cannabis. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's going this way. We might as well go ahead and do it right instead of sitting here dragging our feet and screaming and yelling. So, you know, mm-hmm. might as well track it. We might as well make it legit. And now that the government's tracking it and everything's going to be happening there, it'll be really hard pressed to turn around and say, well, uh, we changed our mind. We don't want this anymore. Hey, dude, it's part of your economy now. So, yeah, so it's coming, man. What are we on three days and before the three days before the president changes? Oh Lord, man! Everybody, keep your fingers crossed yeah. and say do good you karma think that, to the U.S. Please, because do you think really that Biden's gonna decriminalize cannabis within the first hundred days? I don't really know. I know he's got a, a list of, of things he has to get done right away, and I don't think cannabis is on the top of that list. But I do feel like it will be in the first year. Because um, I know uh, Vice President Harris, this was part of her, her whole career. One of the big highlights was she was the sponsor in the Senate to do, mm. decriminalize. So I'm sure she's going to take that charge up. I have a feeling she's going to be the top warrior. But this is my only opinion. Hey, like we always say, I'm just a stoner. Yeah. This is my opinion. Just, I don't just know see anything. what happens, isn't it? Exactly. But the fact that the government's going to be taking this stuff seriously, I mean, it, it, it's all falling into place. It's like, okay, we might have decriminalization. The Census Bureau is going to track <laughs> it's, the data. It's not cannabis they're taking seriously. It's the no, fucking it's, tax revenue. They're well, it's the money. Seriously. Yeah, anytime you get that. I mean, <laughs> maybe you, was, you were talking about billions of dollars in tax going to one From state, one man. state. Yeah. So imagine what that's doing on a, on a federal level. That's mm. They're hungry. Mm. Want that money. It's, it's, it's usually what drives the politicians. Once they see a, a few mm. dollars coming in, they think, yeah, right, this is for us now. You're right about it that. Is, it is going to become a trillion dollar industry. Oh, Christ, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck the whole up. world's going to be stoned. <laughs> and you know what? With any luck, the whole world will become a better fucking place. Oh, fucking, it, it's got no choice, mate. You know you know the difference between pissed up people and stoners. Oh, so it, it's it's got no choice. People will just come right the fuck down, and nobody will give a toss about all these things. <laughs> no, nobody's allowed out anyway, so everybody's. No, just, snowflakes so will be a memory. <laughs> They'll all be gone. They'll all have wised up. They'll have become woke snowflakes, isn't it? Woke flakes. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> Sounds like a cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some uh, forum news as well, right? Um, the page speed has been sorted out. The forum is getting real slow. It is, it's grown a lot. So uh, I managed to do some work in the background to speed things up. And now we're about two seconds each page speed. Yeah, each time you click a link, two seconds to load. So it's very cool. If you've gone to visit Percy's recently and it has been slow, then come back, try again, and you'll be much more impressed with the page speed. It's a quarter of what it was before. So it's fast. And he sorted the emails out. So bonus. Yeah, yeah. But they don't. They don't know about that. They, they don't have email. What email They do now. <laughs> we had James's birthday. We had James's birthday. Yes. Uh, we got uh, just a few more day, like two days, I think, left in in the plan of the month for voting. So get up there if you haven't done it. We've got Sweet. you know four plants up. And I'm expect, expecting a package anytime this week that's going to launch 
a very special competition. Uh-oh. I'm not going to say any more than that because you know what fucking postage is like and it might not arrive for two weeks because it might have coronavirus on it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want my parcel, man. But it might be here this week, hopefully. And as soon as it lands, the competitions are going up. So keep an eye out over at persysgrowroom.com, which is a lot faster than that. So it's easier for you to keep an eye out. Make sure you get over there and sign up if you haven't already. So with that, we'll move on to the, the famous stoner this week. Now, tonight, folks, um, we are going to chat about a mask crusader who works in electrical retail on the side. Right, don't tell us who it is, man. Just keep the clues coming. Come on. He is fond of the sausage slipping between the buns. And even after that, I'd still like him as my neighbour. Tonight, I give you Seth Rogen. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I'll get it. Did you not get it from that? No, no. No, I, I was, you said my neighbor and, and something. <laughs> I'm thinking Mr. Rogers. I'm going like that's what I, I was that thinking was too, man. You what see, hey, I'm not alone. <laughs> ah, so you see, I'm making it more cryptic. I'm making it more cryptic. <laughs> I'm smart. That's what I keep doing with the truth or spoof, getting more and more cryptic. Look at this power machine that Seth is, is using here <laughs> to take a hit, man. That is yes, incredible. Man. That is a gravity bong and so <laughs> so want that bong it is fucking awesome wow awesome but anyway set a aaron rogan was born in 1982 in vancouver in british columbia canada and even as as a child he was known to be a funny bastard he went to point gray secondary school where he met his lifelong friend and business partner evan goldberg and even uh, has a production company called Point Grey Pictures as a homage and um, as a thing to their past from where they came from. He's a productive guy, isn't he? He does a lot he of shit. He is on fucking real, man. Yeah, he's an actor. He's a producer. He's a writer. He's, he's a director. Yeah, he's a stoner. He's a fucking activist. He's an entrepreneur. He is the epitome of... A productive stoner. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. And not just exactly, not just a productive stoner. Like all of us have full time jobs that are all fucking busy men and busy lives. And we all smoke from morning, noon, and night. Yeah. Sure. We get our yep. shit done. Yep. yep. We got um, our shit handled, bro. Yeah, we do, bro. Yep. But, um, <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah, back to a story. Seth's um, career path was set in stone kind of very young at the age of six when he landed his first role in Jude I can't pronounce his second name um, (laughs) TV show called Freaks and Geeks and it was with that he dropped out of high school and moved him him and his family to LA because his parents were on hard times at the time so he was the the chief bread earner as they say sweet so um, and then like he went from there um, really went on to make some of the best movies and one of the best the best stoner movies in my opinion of all time is fucking pineapple express oh yeah yeah Yeah. man classic that's the first time i heard about strawberry cough strawberry cough is like you cough and it tastes like strawberries (laughs) (laughs) oh awesome and then it was like the vast majority of his roles he plays a stoner in fairness you know like um and a little known fact about um 
him is when you see him smoking on screen, he's actually smoking a proper full on fat spliff. <laughs> there's no prop weed for our man. Uh-huh. So there's not. He's not a phony baloney actor like the rest of them. Sweet. <laughs> no? No, I'm hearing that shit. That's what I'd be like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> man. Don't give me no fake weed. Smoking a prop. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, like he's fucking. He doesn't even. He doesn't have. He's like fully improv. Sorry, just like just. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a genius idea for a strain name, prop weed. So prop weed. <laughs> it's like it is actual weed, but it's called prop weed, so it can be used on set. Yeah, it's still called. be still be legit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got a bad idea, man. Yeah, man. Genius. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, so where is he? So, yeah, so he's down to the bone all the time when he's on stage. And, like, as I said, he's an improv actor. So, like, he makes his lines on the fly as he goes. Sweet. Which that was something I did not know about him. Yeah, um, man. He's um, good. Yeah, yeah. And then he's has some epic movies like Pineapple Express, Funny People, Super Bad, Bad Neighbors, One, Two, and Three. What Which about, was a short. Uh, what is it? Uh, this is the end. Yeah, yeah, this is the end. He done what was it? He done one Steve Jobs. He's done a couple of serious movies as well yeah. as like the the so so he is a kind of an all round oh. kind of a an actor. More known for obviously his fucking his Ganji. His stoner you know? behavior. Yeah. And his career took when his career took off in two thousand seven, so did his vocalization for the old cannabis rights. Um, and he was named Stoner of the Year many times. He even took part in the Let's Be Blunt campaign in 2009 when they asked him could they use his image in the, the campaign. And then Rolling Stones magazine called him the king of <laughs> pop. Now, the Stoner king of Hollywood, which I say is a, a very heavy mantle to carry, but he carries it well. Yes, man. Look oh. at that! Look at that pile of weed he's holding on to there. Yeah. <laughs> then I, 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 I put sweet. in, I added in a little crown for him. Yeah. There you go, the king of ganja. Uh, yeah. So and then like it's not only that like he has his own company, and um, he jumped into the, the canosphere with his longtime business partner, um, and they opened up. They launched a, a brand called Houseplant. Sweet. And they have they have everything from pre rolls, loose flour, fucking extracts. They have it in do. Canada, man. Yeah, yeah, well, it is. It's I think it is only really available in Canada because uh, I'm not like you know cynical me, but I've not heard very good things about it. No, <laughs> the company oh. he signed on with is one of the worst, if not the worst, canopy growth. Is is uh, the company who grows said host plant brand weed yeah, and it's, money, money. i mean i've personally yeah. never had it so you know take my opinion with a grain of salt but um so you're saying it's just basically dude. rebranded well take your opinion with more salt <laughs> yeah, might, a whole fucking mine of it man but i mean i wouldn't buy it this is just capitalistic just, you know. just some huge yeah, yeah. Farm that's all yeah. it is man it's, it's oh. just the same as snoop yeah. signing on with fucking that other company Sorry for to interrupt, but uh, no, 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 okay. no, no. Well, either way, that was that was kind of pretty much the end of famous story. So week. that is Seth Rogan, my friends. Yes, man. Nice, very nice, GB. Very nice. So, uh, with that, we'll move on to the grow guide section. Let's do it.
Yeah, I've, I've already done that. Um, your, vid- your avatar like flashed in then with the time of the music. It looks so cool. <laughs> Just, I'm, I've also smoked a lot since the start of the show. I hope everybody else has as well. You all should be good and high by now. So uh, before we go on, yes, if you're new to growing and you're looking for a place to learn that's friendly and wants to help new growers learn how to grow their own weed, then come and sign up to percysgrowroom.com and we'll we look do. after you over there. We teach. Yes. So this week, we're going to be talking about pots. Depending on your grow space, what medium you're using and how big you want your plant to be, you have to choose the correct size pot. And also the correct type pot as well, because some mediums prefer to get more air to them and some prefer, don't hold the water so well. So they'll run off the side. If you use fabric pots, for example, it won't saturate the medium properly. So uh, who wants to talk about pots, man? Who wants to go first? Well, why not? I'll start. Oh, but mostly what I use. I'll start with what I use. I'm just I'm a very simple grower myself. I use black uh injected molded plastic nursery pots and I grow in cocoa and it works really well for me. Um, it's not ideal all the time. Um, I pretty much tailored it to, to my tent and I'm growing in cocoa. So I'm using a black three gallon pot and it's pretty much universal for me in cocoa. I've experimented with it a little bit. I've gone down to 1.7 gallon pots hmm. And the grow is okay, but it seems like, and I'm going up to five gallon pots, but it seems like the sweet spot for me in cocoa, at least, is a three gallon pot. So and, gallons, how many uh, liters in a gallon? Uh, roughly four liters in a gallon, it's a little bit less than four. It's uh, 96 ounces versus, uh, I mean, excuse me, 39 ounces versus 32 ounces. So it's a little bit more. So it'd be like eight liters. Yeah, 3.8. Talk about ounces, man. Ounces is weights, right? Well, yeah, the problem is, like I said, this is this is my my struggle here in the U.S. I'm always talking gallons and, and quarts and things like this. But, yeah, you're pretty much what are you talking about <laughs> I ain't anyway, in cocoa. So, I, so anyway, in cocoa, I prefer to use that. But there are other options for you. Uh, one thing, if you're in cocoa, uh, air pots will work pretty well for you. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, a relatively common thing. I don't mm-hmm. p- personally use them, but AirPods are made to work well with cocoa. Yeah, I like AirPods. I use them. Yeah, AirPods will uh, allow you to get more air to the roots. It has, they're perforated up and down all sides of the pot and it allows the water mm-hmm. to drain out and allows air to come into the root system. And it, it will give you a bit more vigorous growth. So let's just clarify that for a second, right? So there's three, when you're growing in a soil-like medium, like a soil or cocoa, there's three types of pots that you're generally going to use. You're going to have full plastic pots, like the normal plant pots, which you'll see everywhere, just made out of plastic. Yep. And then you got uh, some, sometimes they're called smart pots. Uh, sometimes they're called fabric pots. I think smart pots is a brand of fabric pots. Yeah. And they're made out of fabric. Sometimes they're biodegradable, which are good, good to get. But, you know, it doesn't break down straight away. It takes a, a while, but they do break down eventually which is a thing that a lot of people like. And with fabric pots as well, there's more air that can be absorbed through the side of the pot. That wouldn't happen if it was plastic. So the root zone can get more air. And if it gets more air, it can drink more, it can eat more. So it can help the plant grow bigger. So if you can use fabric pots, use them instead of plastic. And then you've got uh, air pots, like Monkey mentioned there. And they're, they're plastic, but they've got bumps coming out and holes in them. So plenty of air can still get into the medium, but it still helps water saturate the medium properly. Let's break them down one at a time then. 
Um, we started with the nursery pots. Nursery pots, the black solid pots, would be suitable for what media? That would be soil and cocoa, right? Yeah, yeah. And just a small plastic one, I'd, I'd like to use a small plastic pot to start as well. Right. And then if we're going to go into air pots, we can use those with cocoa, but do we want to use air pots with soil? It depends on the soil, but probably not, because when you water it, it's going to disperse through the soil and then leak out the sides before it's properly going all the way down to the bottom. If you're growing in a soil, it's good to use a, a standard old plastic pot. Or if you, you can use fabric pots as well, but you have to water slow. Because if you water too quickly, it rushes out the sides and it won't saturate the medium, which is what you need to do when you were watering plants. And there you go. You, you just covered the last one. The fabric pots can be used in both soil and cocoa. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's, it becomes a choice there. What is I just prefer fabric over soil but just because of the, uh, the air pruning that the roots do. Because, you know, when they're in plastic, they won't get to the air, so they'll just spiral around and they can get root bound. But Absolutely. in fabric pots, when, it, when the root reaches air, then it air prunes itself and it starts to spread out more like radially, like branches coming out from the main stem, if you like, in the roots. So mm -hmm. it stops growing outwards and it won't get tangled up in itself and it spreads more roots out. So you get a, a bigger root base, more roots, more shoots. You know? Galandal says that they're, um, they're great in the warm environments. They, they, mm -hmm. It helps the plants deal better with um, the heat stress. Well, the fabric the pots. Zone. The fabric pots, yeah. yeah. Which I could see how that would. The only reason why I'd use fabric is if it's early on, it doesn't really matter. you know. But when it's in its final pot, I think you should use uh, fabric pots because you won't be transplanting again after that. So you want the roots to really fill out as much as possible. Mm. So that's what you want to use if you can. And then, uh, you know, if you're in hydroponics, then there's you pretty much can use whatever you like as a pot, really. <laughs> you know, a bucket, uh, a bath, a pond, really anything, big. really. Yeah, wheelie bin. Mm -hmm. As long as the roots can sit in it and you put your air stone in to keep the nutrients circulating with oxygen in there, mm -hmm. and you're good. Hydroponics, nice and easy. I mean, there's, um, what's it what's called? Auto pots? Yeah. There's them as well, where uh, they feed from underneath and any time the water goes down and it gets filled back up from a reservoir and they automatically water your plants. But that's not good for a soil, uh, a cocoa, cocoa grow. Right. Yeah. If you're growing in cocoa, you need to wash all the salts out through the medium as you're watering it. So it needs to be fed from the top and then the salts, the old salts get washed out the bottom. And if you have auto pots, everything's just going to keep being absorbed from the bottom. So you won't wash them salts out. It can become a problem. But if you're in like living soil or, or organics where you want to try and keep the water in the medium rather than getting any runoff and auto pots are good for that. It's something yep. you need to consider. And another thing with auto pots as well, if you are using them, then you need a reservoir and you have to make sure you've got an air stone in that as well to keep the nutrients fresh as they circulate. Air stones an important thing to keep in your newts, man. Now, if, you, if you don't have air stones in your newts, you can use um, hydrogen peroxide, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and that will add, add the oxygen into your into your uh, nutri nutrients and then allow them, you know, it will stop them from going yeah. sour on you. And keep it and clean as well. I think another another uh, product is what, HydroGuard, that will also do that for you. So so you use plastic pots the whole way, Monkey? What do you uh, use? Yes, absolutely. Start to finish plastic pots. Uh, it, I just, it's more habit for me. I've, I've been growing stuff for so long and I've always grown everything in plastic pots. So it just yeah. seemed natural. And it's not the limiting factor on the, on the plants that I'm growing in the tent. I mean, the tents are still 
pretty full even with Sweet. the plastic pots so it works um one thing i do a lot though to to uh try and prevent the roots from getting too root bound in the pot is i do use frequent fertigation i find if i keep the cocoa really wet more wet the roots don't get stressed as much in the plastic pots yeah. so uh we had a question there from laughing dragon uh what about those paper pots you can get uh what are they made out of them pots peat or something i don't think maybe they are peat pots you have to be careful when using them because when they they'll break down as uh, the roots grow but they can change the ph of the medium as, as the roots grow into it and if the ph is off then it will damage the plant so the, made uh, a cocoa core uh no i don't think the uh, oh, maybe they I'm are looking at one here but I, yeah i've used them before and it really messed with the seedlings man they didn't like it at all so it's just, you know, do it the old school way. Just plant it in the medium and let the roots grow a bit and then transplant it into a normal pot rather than leaving the paper in the medium as well. So, yeah, I'd avoid them. I'd try it if you want to because, yeah, uh -huh. you know, you make your own mind up with that. It might work for you, but I didn't like it when I used them. I've used those fiber pots before. Yeah. And they didn't like them. I didn't like them. I got a kind of a holy fungusy shit growing on them and like, as soon yeah, as I've yeah. seen that I dumped the whole lot and started fresh what are you saying Sam? what pots do you use always plastic is that uh, not, um, not they're, they're, they're really thin like starter pots the 500 mil starter pots so like you can push them in at the sides if you push hard enough hmm. um, they're pretty good um, and then transplanting to either 25 or 18 litres of or so or whatever it is um i use the square wilma pots as it goes because i find they fit in my tent better when mm, yeah square pots test a lot better yeah i mean just ram loads in and then i think oh yeah that looks really good and then when they're all bushy in flower they're like a foot apart from each other so i think what was the point but yeah plastic plastic for me nice and easy because i can wash them after and reuse them yeah tg what are you saying i i use plastic as well i've done the fabric pots i didn't find any significant increase in any sort of benefits i mean it wasn't anything any worse um they did tend to dry out a little bit more just because the air water can evaporate through the whole pot instead of just the top yeah um as well as be transpired by the plant itself yeah, yeah. Um, but uh yeah i, I use uh, nothing larger than a 12 12 liter 3.8 uh, or sorry uh yeah so uh, you don't go any larger gallon. than 12 liter yeah three gallon pot Wow. So roughly three gallon, and I don't usually. I, I'll leave about an inch or so to the top, and top if, um, yeah, yeah. If I need to, if cool. um, but more so just so when I water, it doesn't fucking like spill everywhere. Yeah. What about you, GB? Yeah. What you use? I I use AirPods. No, mm -hmm. oh, um, I use AirPods for the cocoa because I like the way you can change the different level of where the base is i always put it up at least two notches so that it gives a nice bit of air at the bottom of it yeah. and make sure that it doesn't um sit down the roots don't drop down into the runoff new nutrients mm -hmm. um i do i had the fabric pots as well now that's what i have the soil in um i yeah. reckon that they go it the soham would work perfectly well in the air pots as well to be honest and I think mm. I will go back mm. to the air pots because they're yeah, just you're like... right, man. I think so as well. I've used soil in air pots before, and it was a pain in the ass, mate. It was shocking. Mm. You know, it, it like took me the... half hour to water each plant just to make sure everything got through properly. It was terrible. 
But with Soho, Soho's light and fluffy. It's a lot like cocoa. It, it's like, so like cocoa, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I reckon it would work. But looking at the consistency of it and everything in it, it's, it pretty much looks like cocoa in there. So, uh, when, so it comes to, it uh, when it comes to pot sizes, what do you start your pots out in? You, you know, when you first plant the seed and it goes in its first pot, what size are you looking at? Uh, Zian, you said 500 mil. Yeah, 500 mil. A little yeah. like starter nursery pots. Yeah, it's about the same for me. I think I bought about 500 of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wasn't and just easily reusable. Yeah. And yeah, I just reuse the same one, so all the original ones are still new. <laughs> what about you, lads? Monkey? Um, I, I mean, I'd use the international cheat that almost every grower that I've seen use, and that's red solo cups to start. All right. You know, cool. cheap, nice and easy, disposable, done. Mm. And then from there, I'll move up to, uh, I'm again, use the US measurement one gallon pots, and then right. from there to threes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. What about you, GB? What size should you start in? Um, I start off in easy plugs. Right. Um, they're like small, tiny little things. They start off in a about the size of a grinder. That's what I use. Um, I plant the seeds straight into that. I don't bother with any paper towel or any of that bullshit. I just go straight into the medium. Um, and then when I see that sprouted up and after about a week, I put it straight into its final pot. I don't mess around with transplanting and things if I can. If I can. Yeah. yeah you know? I don't like fucking with it either. Yeah. It's just it's easier because I, I fucking set, I've set off auto so many times. By letting the the roots hit the fucking sidewalls, mm-hmm. that they, they've just don't produce what they should be producing. So yeah, I just I just stick everything into the final pots now, and we go from there. It hasn't given me any problems. Yeah. So uh, your second pots, when you, after they've grown up, say about what a week between a week and two weeks in the small pot, you're mm-hmm. going to transplant, right? I do. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what, monkey, you said you're going to a, a one no. gallon after that. Yeah, it would be like a four liter pot or three and a half liter pot. Yes. Yeah. And that's that usually, you know, that that's a good step. But it basically, when I'm coming out of the solo cup, the roots should be have a decent root base to hold that soil together. And then when mm-hmm. I stack it into the next one, basically I'm building concentric rings of, of roots in there. And yeah. even when, when you harvest and take that root ball apart, you can actually see like rings of a tree where the root, mm-hmm. roots have stabilized. And it, it really, I think at least that that really helps build a stronger rhizosphere because you have these roots yeah, going yeah. all the way through it and in layers like that. So uh, what about you, GB? You, you do the same thing? Uh, no, as I said, I start in the easy plugs and I go straight in. Straight I don't. to the final part. Yeah, I go straight final to part? Final. My final pot is always um, 15 liter. Nice. And that's because you're growing cocoa? That's because I grow in cocoa. Now I have a 20 liter in the Soham. Yes. So I've gone up a little bit in the Soham. I've size. got my Sohams because in cocoa, I'd use, you know, 500 milliliter and then I'd go into like three, four liter pots after that. And they'll stay in there for a few weeks and then they'll go into their final pots, which is between 12 and 15 mm. liters when I'm growing in cocoa. But because uh, the living soil with the rhizosphere and all the the bacteria that has to live in there, I've got uh, my first ones in 20 liter pots, but I've got some in 25 as well now. So I'm going to see how that does. I want to give them a lot of space. And they're in fabric pots as well. And I'm starting them off because they're in living soil. I'm starting them off in their final pots because it's all about building the bacteria for them. 
Do you know what, Mackie? Cool. I think I actually I don't have twenty liters. They're twenty five liters in the that's Soham. Good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah. That's, that's, well, to be fair, that's what Soham recommends. Although yeah. this might not go down with certain people, Soham recommends a twenty five liter pot because the 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 length of the grow will outstrip the nutrients in the soil if it's less. Mm. Yeah, and you know, big pots give you that. big plants as well. If you if you want to grow big plants, you want to make sure that it's got enough root room for the roots to grow nicely and be happy. This is why uh, hydroponics works so well, you know, like deep water culture where you get a big 20 liter bucket and stick an air stone in it. And these roots can just grow huge and bring in all this air and all these nutrients. So then plants grow massive. Do so you want to try and do the same thing with your medium, get, get air to it, get a nice amount of nutrients to it. That's why I like to use the fabric pots. I think air is important to the root zone and it can get more when it's in the fabric, but it, it does come with problems as well. I will say one thing about using living soil and super soil. Yeah. In my opinion, there's a, like I mentioned it in the chat earlier, there's a minimum critical mass that you need in your pot in order for your living soil to be able to self-sustain itself like a living yeah. soil should. Um, the microbes, there needs to be a, like, I, and I don't know this, I think Josh Lohenfeld might, might mention it in his books uh, in the, in the microbes and the teaming with microbes and teaming with nutrients and stuff, but yeah, you need a certain amount of microbes in there to be able to reproduce fast enough and do the job of making the nutrients available to your plant um, in order to mm -hmm. effectively use that living soil, right? Yeah. And um, like, for example, in my micro grows that I do in my 500 milliliter pots or even 400 milliliter, half a liter kind of thing, they're tiny little things. I can't grow with my super soil. I run out of nutrients at about 50 days into the grow and the grows are usually about 80 days long. So I usually start just doing a miracle grow kind of supplement to 15, 30, 15 salt-based newts to finish it off because right. the work that's involved in doing a super soil type supplementary mm -hmm. uh, addition is not worth the, what you're going to get out of a tiny grow like that. Yeah, but that yeah. said, there is a, there is a minimum. And, and in my three gallon pots, it seems to be, I think, I think that's probably a good, a good baseline. Anything above that is, is just gravy, but at least three gallon if you're going to run super soil with microbial. Yeah, like, so you uh, want to have a nice big city to live in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be, yeah, like, otherwise, yeah, they're going to, there's just not enough, you know, juice for the for the plant. To, like, the, it'll still work, but like I say, you're going to, the plant's going to outstrip the need or the, the uh, output of the microbes. So, yeah, be kind of like to think about if you're going to trying to build a campfire with one log, you know, it takes a little bit more to get everything moving. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody crowds around it cause they want to stay warm. You need, yeah. right. You're going to need a uh, more wood. <laughs> then, man. There you go. So yeah, that's just about everything on pots. If you have any questions about anything about growing cannabis, then go over to persysgrowroom.com and sign up. It's nice and easy to sign up and we're a nice friendly community and we're ha happy to answer any questions you need us to answer to help you get growing your own weed. And it's so, free. And it's free, man. It's free. Look at that. 100%. Free, you know, do you think it might work if you made it a little more exclusive? Like, it's only free to people who listen to High on Homegrown. Disclaimer, it's free to everybody, really. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we would like so, to listen to High yes, on Homegrown. If you are listening to the show and you do enjoy the show, if you're a regular listener, then you should definitely come and sign up and join the community. Yeah. It's great over there. Everybody has a good time. You know, and the site's really fast and easily usable now. So get involved <laughs> in the live chat as well. 
So is this is this the third time he's mentioned how fast the site is? Man, do you so know I think how it's like the sixth long. time by now? Yeah. Has do anybody, you know has anybody logged has... how many times he's mentioned it in right. chat today? I'm, I'm just making sure you all know. Two so far. I've sat here for a week. Me and Hench, we've sat here for a week grafting on this to shave that time down to literally a week of what it was. yeah With yeah hardly week. any sleep in between oh it's been terrible but you know we, we work us as a team man we do well <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's not it, it's it's fucking it's so fast now man so come over get involved you'll love it there yes persysquadron.com so let's do the strain of the week Wondering now after 27 episodes, what are you going to do on strain of the week? You know, you, you, you kind of get bogged <laughs> down after a while. So I kind of thinking about this one was just browsing through a seed catalog <clears throat> and I remembered something that zombie talked about. Let's talk about brains damage. Brain damage. Brain damage. It, yeah, then I, now, according to the strain, it's an <laughs> S on the first word. I'm not sure. <laughs> but anyway, the breeder of this one is Casey Brains. And it, it's a splice between Acapulco Mexican with Hawaiian mango and KC 636. And this becomes an extremely indica dominant plant at about 23% THC. Now, if zombie recommends this, he says, this is the one when nothing else will hit him. This is the one that will knock you back in the chair. So that's a recommendation that I will definitely take as this is a heavy hitter. I mean, this is not something I think I would want to wake up. Smoke too much of this and try and go to work. It sounds more like a wake. Oh, no, no, no. You know, this is a couch <laughs> in the end of the day kind of strain, is what I'm what I'm reading on this one though. Oh yeah, most definitely. I'd take a week off. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, honestly, it was, it, 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 I've I've never had weed hit me like that before, and I've got another two going now. So nice. Forward to having another week off. And they in the Soham as well? Uh, no, they're just in uh, Canada. Normal soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is an exclusive strain. So if you want this seed, you've got to get it from Casey Brains. That's it. And it is available oh. at, at the other, uh, at all our, our, our partners, you know, the vault, Seedsman, they all have them. So what are you saying, yeah, Zed? What I've got to add to that one, the ones of my, my ones were Grower's Choice. So. Oh. Oh, yes. So yeah, the original was, was Casey Brains, and that's probably. Maybe you say an extension or a back cross or something. I don't know. I'd have to look that Ooh, one up. I don't I don't, I didn't even check into the back crosses of uh, the right. growers' stuff as it goes because they're a bit, they don't mention much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, but, a 23% THC, this is a heavy hitter that is definitely not recommended for first time users. Okay. They're recommending in this one not for first time users. And they say there's a warning even on the site on this one. It says if you're prone to paranoia, this is not the one for you. So, uh, SG2 was asking what the name of the strain was this week. I think you missed it. It's Brains Damage and Brains with an S, and it's by K- uh, breeder KC Brains. Now, this, this is a cult- indoor cultivar. Expect a flowering time of about eight to 10 weeks. And the yield on this one's going to be moderate. But they say that the, this particular strain has a particularly good psychedelic effect on the bud, and it will help you sleep through the night. So it is definitely recommended for insomnia. Now, oddly enough, Zian, you, you smoked this one, so you, you might have this one. It also says that it's good for anxiety and depression. So seems like if it's going to put you to sleep, it's almost a counteract contradiction in, in, in uh, terms right there. 
Oh, it didn't put me to sleep. It just welded me to the sea. <laughs> ah, so you, you weren't depressed anymore. You just wasn't going anywhere, right? Nah, I, well, I was depressed because I think I watched YouTube twice. So everything that came <laughs> up on YouTube then I'd already seen. So I was a bit depressed then. You watched YouTube twice just in yeah. long 24-hour spans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was definitely a couch lock. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I only go like 5% ambers on my what's it, so I don't leave it to cook too long. So it wasn't that. Ah, uh, you said this, you don't, you don't like, you could believe that yours run long. You don't like those ambers up in there. Not really, no. Okay, well, that's good to know. Then if I run this one, I may actually do that. I pull it a little bit early and would be good. Mm. But I, I'm assuming pulling early, though, that you're also going to run the risk if you pull too early of the paranoia situation coming up. So yeah, that's fine yeah, yeah. balance there with the clears coming in. Well, I mean, as long as I've got 5% ambers, I know the rest are all cloudy, so. Close good. enough, huh? Good deal. Yeah. Well, this one is, uh, this, this strain is, is uh, recommended for people that are looking for something for depression, loss of appetite, insomnia, and it even says it helps with bouts of low libido. So, hmm, I think I'm going to put this one in the tent for the wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, so everybody, everybody in the chat there, they've all jumped up and put up what their strain of the week is, what, what everybody's smoking this week. I'm on my CBD cream and cheese again. Still? Still. <laughs> it's delicious as well. gets better all the time. What's everyone's at UK? Seth so he's on the purple star dog. What else we got there? Hawaiian cookies for Grower Urban. See some locutus. Version OG for Richard. Mm, twisted on the locutus. Locutus. Come on, you non-Star Trek fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to offend anybody there with my non-geek knowledge. Just saying. Hey, listen, don't worry, oh, we'll man. sort you. Star Trek. I've been busted once. We <laughs> are born, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Resistance <laughs> is futile and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Pineapple chunk for Gunner. I'm on the mystery weed. Jackie Chan. Sorry, JB. Are you on the mystery one? You don't I'm know on the got. mystery weed from the legacy market. I'm still kicking off my Cherry Jubilee, and I've still got a couple of ounces left, plus some, actually, so I've still got about four left, so it's all good. A lot of variety between all of us there. Yeah, I'm Seedsman Lemon myself, you know, so it's all good. We've got Chucky Chan with the AK-47 and Galando with the Thunderfuck. Yes. It sounds like a pretty well-stocked cannabis bar, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. You? Yeah. Everybody yeah. goes, share. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be one. Pop, pop, pass, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, no, COVID. Uh, Laughing Dragon it. there. He's got the mystery shrine as well, GB. Yeah. Gold it's seal. Temple, Temple's just got shitloads going on there, man. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> five, that's not even. I have five kinds of hash today, guys. Greedy yeah. motherfucker. Properly high on homegrown, bro. I was watching Frenchie yesterday, so I'm all ah, yeah. Inspired. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I've got some hash. Yeah, I'll clean, I'll, I'll clean that my flipping grinder cleaning jar today. Um, oh. And I've got 7.7 grams. Oh, nice. Right, I know. I was so chuffed, actually. It was untrue. Yeah. I haven't smoked any of it yet. I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. I'll try one of them next. I'll just save that for us then. Yeah, well, if, oh, I, if, I, if, I, if I just stop answering shit and I'm not here, you'll know why. That's <laughs> right. strain of the week. In fact, everybody's sharing their strain of the week with us as well, yeah. man. We'll do that next week in chat. We want to know what you're all smoking. Yeah, so if you can't find something that's going to knock you back in your chair, try brain damage. Mm-hmm. So we've been here for an hour. You should be getting good and high by now, but it's time to roll another spliff. Because we're going on to the interview section. Here we go. Again, nice and sour. Low Q toss. 
Good lad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I can edit it out. It would never have happened in the final edit. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take it out in post. <laughs> Professional. Yes, man. So this week's interview was uh, with the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast podcast. We had two guys, Cam and Joel, came on. And they're proper stoners like us, man. And we sat there, we got high and just chatted shit. It was mm. pretty sweet, man. Nice, yeah. relaxed interview. Proper stoner session style. Yes. Definitely, yes. definitely. So, Very uh, nice for me to be able to talk to some fellow Canucks too about uh, some weed related things. Yeah, man. You know, TG cool. making friends and everything. I mean, yeah. I've actually, <laughs> really? real life friends, man. We're actually, I'm totally, we're totally gonna hook up and, and smoke some fucking joints when I head out to Kamloops. Yeah, uh, it's like they, they both live in Canada, but still 24 hours drive away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. It's it's a heck, yeah. That's the good I'm thing sorry. about the UK. We can't drive anywhere in 24 hours. We'd be, <laughs> you know, so you can get there in back in 24 there, hours, can't you? It's a beautiful fucking drive through the, the Rocky Mountains. I'm, yeah, I bet it is, man. I bet that's some scenery up there. I can't yeah. remember. Was I in on this one? Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe that's who I got mixed up with them and the Reefer Madness. I people. think you did, yeah. Because yeah. I, I kind of did to start with, and that then I realised, hang on a minute, these are two different guys. Yeah. We do a lot of interviews, and we do them stoned. Yeah, so, <laughs> I didn't realise they were different dudes at first. Did you say it now? <laughs> all Canadians are just the fucking same people. You <laughs> They all sound alike, you know. <laughs> just sound like Temple Grow. Why have you got free Temple Growers on the show? Hey, because it's the Temple Grow show. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yes so we should get on with the interview this is the fun run it's half hour you know how we roll so make sure you roll up some extra fat splits have one now get another one roll for when we come back in half an hour and we'll get high and do the tangent for 20 on time travel yes, yes. And hit, hit that like button bongs. hit that like button hit that bong and hit that spliff good times catch you in a bit So how's things, man? How's the podcast? Do you want to tell the listeners who you are and, and what your show is all about? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I'm Joel, so I'm one half of the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast podcast. Kind of a mouthful now that we're kind of a year into it, thinking maybe a, a little bit lighter of a name might have been better, but uh, we love the acronym as ACE, but you know, yeah. everybody uses ACE, so it is what it is. Uh, but we, we've been having a really great time with it. We started it uh, just at the end of 2019, uh, been running pretty strong since then picked up a lot of kind of steam online we seemed like in the last six months or so and it's been really cool with really awesome. low expectations because we're not really big um we had no attachment to the community we're just consumers right and right. we're putting out a show that we think uh people like just because we're just talking about it like people talk about it not like the stocks uh not like the the biz people yeah we just like to smoke weed and talking about the subject right so um that's kind of vibe as us yeah that's how we roll as you can tell right. just yeah. smoke chat exactly right and there's not enough of that i think and and it's it's cool that you it, we were really stoked to be able to connect with you guys because we feel like we're kind of uh similar vibes so yeah, yeah. That's, it's good to see and yeah and cam and i work together and we just kind of came i don't know like those random conversations were like hey man you smoke weed you smoke weed <laughs> uh and then when you start shooting the shit after you have a few joints then you start thinking man maybe we should start a podcast and yeah man uh, why well, not, we you the, know? We turned the mics on. It didn't sound like shit, so fuck it, right? I don't know if, <laughs> if you want to add anything more, bro. <laughs> you just add a little intro tune there, you know? It's all good, man. It sounds professional. It's good. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. We stole some uh, music from YouTube. Well, not stole. I guess it was... Uh, YouTube sound free, library. Free use. Yep. Free yeah, use, free use, on. man. Free use. You don't oh, even yeah. need to put the name in the bottom in the comments or anything. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Free to use. 
Same no, exactly. Same Just trying to find something with like a little bit of a reggae vibe kind of to it. Uh, it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, did you all compare notes here? You know what I'm saying? You're watching the same YouTube videos as me. It's a good yeah, vibe. Yeah. But I feel the, you know, the same thing. It's just to relax smoke some weed with a buddy and just chat some shit. It, it, it makes for a good format. I enjoy listening to it and you know, I enjoy making this podcast too, where we just chat some shit. Especially I now with the that. pandemic, smoke yeah. sessions, you can't do that, right? So. Well, yeah, and that's a big thing, man. We haven't been able to connect. I mean, we've been doing our mm. show virtual for like way longer than we were doing it in person, which is crazy. Well, you've done your show in person. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we live in the same town, right? So it's it. We used to do it, and uh, we were just recording in my garage, and for like the first fifteen episodes or so, mm. uh, it was cold as shit in there. By the time we get the end, but yeah, that's awesome, man. That's like a Wayne's World vibe. Yeah, totally. Actually, really cable access kind of Wayne's World shit there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but virtual was cool because it actually made the editing process fucking way easier. So, yeah. <laughs> like that side but of it. Do you find there's a different flowing conversation when you're face to face compared to when you're on Zoom? Totally. Yeah. You think so? I, think, I don't know if I've really noticed it that much. I almost thought the flow was easier. Um, I, there was I like some. The beginning, like, yeah. 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 I think there was like some. At first, there was uh, obviously not those physical cues that you could have given each other, kind of yeah. thing. But I understand. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean by that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely, Monkey, for sure, man. <laughs> um, we just sit here and stun silence for seconds while we wait for him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it's kind hard. of like similar vibes for us, but uh, we've kind of just, it, it just turns into like a phone call almost like it feels like, you know? Pretty much. Yeah. And you get used to it too. I mean, we've been doing this shit at work all the time too and in other places. So like it, you, it just kind of becomes part and parcel of what you're doing. And I think after the first couple episodes, we, we learned where to find those like beats and pauses and make it sound a little more natural rather than like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. you know, so it's all good. That's it. We are all from different countries. Uh, we've met each other. A few of us on the panel have met each other, but we've never recorded the show in person. So I'm sure we will one day. We will, hopefully, hopefully. Spanish live special. Yeah, that that would be a major event for us. That all all five countries, all four countries, represented at one place. That that would be a a big deal. That would be awesome. So I was listening to your most recent podcast, and uh, I noticed that you brought up something a little controversial that we'd like to talk about. Uh-oh. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Christmas movie. Oh, God. I think no. You know, I thought I'm going to load this up. I'm gonna, and they're going to be like, oh. and it's, like, it's just, it's Die Hard a Christmas movie. It's like, oh, God. We, they're basing this <laughs> shit already. It is yeah, just an action movie that happened at Christmas. In panels, you know? <laughs> I love. There's like passionate views on either side of this mm. on this issue. There's like there's a lot of passionate passion on both sides. I'm kind of impartial because it was like my first time really watching that movie, which is kind of sad to admit. But um, I, I'd say it was. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie for me for me now going forward at least. You no, know, it's about family. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like family is a big part of the storyline, man. And Terry's wife. The funny thing is, I don't even like the fucking movie. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to edit that out. Fucking hell, we'll get down thumbs for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's his face? Uh, no, I, I can't remember his real name now. Ruger. Severus Snape. Yeah, what the fuck's his Alan name? Alan Rickman. 
Alan Rickman. Rickman yeah, Alan, right, yeah. He's dangling Alan, there by his yeah, yeah. neck. It's one of the most epic back. scenes ever, sure. But, oh, but like, he comes back. He's a, he comes back alive after he's been Is fucking he? hanging. Like, yeah. Because he's a wizard, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, he knows no tricks. Oh God, oh, <laughs> a wizard yeah. That was a prequel. That's all it was. He's a wizard, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I would call it a Christmas movie or not. It's hard to say, but I mean, is being set at Christmas enough to be a Christmas movie? Because apparently, for Gremlins, we right? had this discussion. Gremlins, I was like, is Gremlins, Gremlins a Christmas is movie? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why? Because what is the he, difference? Because Mowgli was a Christmas gift. Oh, I like that distinction. Oh, that's, yeah, because it I has think to that's be important. a central part theme of the to the plot, plot right? Yeah. yeah, or at least Again. involved in it. Yeah, he ah. was. This movie's got to be the the first. <laughs> yeah, and, and then like description, like it's a Christmas <laughs> movie because. Yeah, but then okay. Die Hard Four should have been a Christmas instead of in the middle of fucking New York. That was Die Hard Three. Oh, was it Do you even die hard, bro? Right. Can you even I... make a discussion if you know about the films? <laughs> he says he's never seen the movies. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I have not seen them all. I seen Die Hard one. I seen Die Hard two. Mm. I went, oh man, I just don't like Bruce Willis. And th- and this is where I blame <laughs> TG for the Die Hard Bruce tangent, even like though it. I started it. No. Try and get back on. He's now Kevin yeah. Costner. Well, there was like a whole question of whether we should have even done it for the show. And we do like a viewer poll because we'll do a movie episode like once a month. And uh, we threw a viewer poll out. And I knew if I put Die Hard on the list, it would win because everybody fucking loves that movie. (laughs) And I really didn't want to watch fucking Harold and Kumar three, whatever that Christmas movie is. Uh, Well, we did White Castle. And I mean, that was okay, but... Like we watched some shitty fucking movies. movies. The Christmas one, though? No, no, they oh, had the first one. Harold and oh, Kumar it's great, the first one. Castle is awesome. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Like yeah. Oh, so big you, time. you guys have recorded a lot of episodes so far. Which, which one has been your favorite subject, do you think? I mean, it's a lot to choose from when somebody asks you that, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, oh. but I thought I thought you might ask that, so I I, I did I did Prepped. kind of nice. think about that a little bit. But, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like we we had a pretty good chat. Like recently, we've been hitting a couple episodes where just like the conversation has been on point with what I, I feel like people are talking about. So Sweet. our last one on pricing and on brand loyalty, I felt like we hit the mark like pretty, nice. pretty yeah. well. Like in, like finding that balance of talking about something intelligently but still having a few laughs and mm-hmm. um, making some sense too. So it, yeah. I felt like those ones were my faves. I don't know, but how about you, Cam? Um, I would agree with that as well. But I there was one that I did about uh, like. <laughs> curating your cannabis bar that like um like trying to have different kinds of uh cultivars available to you to cert like to suit different purposes and that yeah. was one of my favorites because mm-hmm. uh i mean I, I did a ton of thinking on that one uh, i thought it was like fruitful conversation that we had and i thought that it was helpful for like the the average listener of ours you know because I, I feel like we're kind of more like an entry-level cannabis um education for people mm-hmm. so i think that it was uh for me, that was probably one of my favorites, I think. So this was just like a selection of jars you had upon your weed shelf. Different um, strains in it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like Joel and I buy a lot of weed from the, the retail and the medical market, and they seem to just pile up. So I've got like a chest full of jars right now. <laughs> nice. GB, <laughs> like, it's piling up, GB. It's piling up. It's, it's piling up, some, yeah. See this, see this little jar here, lads. All right. This had an ounce in it. 
and now she's only down to 22 grams. This normally at the current market over here will cost me between four to 500 euro, which is somewhere I think in the region of six to $700 right. Canadian. Six. Yeah, we um, have no reason complaining about price over here. Wow. Um, not only yeah, that, yeah. I had to go and park in the back of a pub. Oh, in back in part, the day, drugs were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, a part, cool, in a part of the city, which I would have rather not be. <laughs> and like, this was like the, 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 the car flew up, window down, and it was just like, <laughs> and the wheel spun and went. And I'm like, dude, this, uh, this is like I was back when I was 20. Wow. Yeah. As it was I going know. on. Well, you see, it, it is easier here now for sure. But you can. Quest has that one one bit for what is it? Their their eighth is eighty bucks or something, which actually yeah. works out to about six hundred and seventy dollars Canadian for an ounce. Jeez, so we do have that's prices, good weed. But mine's just street weed. We're not buying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, it's ridiculous prices, man. Now I will say that this is Canadian weed. How do you know yeah, that's Canadian that's weed? Funny. Because because I bought it from the person who imported it and he brought it from Canada. Ah. So he says, right? So he says. So like I I would believe him. See this bit up here I've got of my my C B D goodness. Yeah, that's from Cali. It's Cali. It's Cali weed. I just took it out of the tins. That's all. Cali grown right there locally in the UK. You know, you know, there's a difference between the normal kind of shitty street weed and then decent weed and that's some decent weed i have there yeah you can tell yeah. so do yeah, you yeah. guys grow or are you just uh smokers uh i'm just a smoker but uh my friend here has done a bit of growing nice uh, just a little oh. bit yes i'm in my my third um my third crop i guess okay. um, yeah i just have a, a very modest setup i've got a uh, um 32 inch by 32 inch tent um, and then I think it's like 65 inches tall, I think. Um, you don't need anything special, you know? No, like, no, not at all. But it's nice. Yeah. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got the proper setup with like the intake and uh, exhaust and uh, I've got a decent light now and stuff like that. Um, so I, I did all my due diligence to make sure that I was going to be able to grow pretty quality weed, but um, yes. I'm, I'm not that experienced by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of, ups and downs with it but it's a lot of fun and it's something that i'm really interested in and uh i'll probably be picking your you gentlemen's uh brains at some point in the coming months with some questions so anytime man we're always happy to answer questions absolutely so we, uh, we have Twitter a forum too. as well from you guys uh, are as well i think you know other. there's percysgrowroom.com that's our forum that's where we all come from if you I checked it out need... today, and I'm yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, joining that for sure. Like, and I, I listened to uh, my first episode of you guys's today, and I love cool. the vibe. It got me so excited for for the podcast today. <laughs> and he doesn't listen to many podcasts anymore because we don't have a we don't have a work commute, so like it's, it's hard to find some shit. And I'm like, dude, go go listen to the show. It's good. <laughs> oh, I'm, just I'm walk the dog or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I should, we need to grow more weed so you can trim. More. That's it. When you're trimming, when you do your harvest, about two hours per True. plant, one episode will get you through one harvest for each mm-hmm. plant. So if you've got four plants to do, that's four episodes. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be set in about two months then. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> well, what strain are you growing now? Uh, I've got two plants right now. One is a blueberry and the other is a king tut. Mm. Yeah, nice. I, I'd previously... Uh, pardon me? 
I'm sorry. I think King Tut's a pyramid uh, cut, um, right? I honestly don't know. I have, um, I mean, this is kind of sad that I don't know, but uh, I have a, a close friend of mine who is kind of like my grow mentor. I call him my Groda, and he kind of <laughs> supplies me with seeds and stuff like that. Oh, and uh, very nice. King, yeah, King Tut is something that I, I've heard a lot about, but I've never smoked it myself. And so I was kind of like, yeah, fuck it. That sounds like a cool one to grow. Mm. Mm. And yeah. anything blueberry is always good. I exactly. That before I yeah. sound like a dumb person. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> seem like a dumb person, TJ. No, no, I never do. Never. <laughs> so, Joel, have you not considered popping some seeds at some point? Oh, definitely. It's just not uh, where my current living situation doesn't kind of allow me to do yeah, it. I mean, yeah. I got a little bit of space, but it's just, an, it's not enough. And I got a four-year-old running around. So yeah, it's just yeah. kind of managing that shit, but I'm moving mm -hmm. as soon as things kind of sort themselves out. And then I yeah. got big plans and uh, I'm going to be leaning on my boy here. The interesting thing about the way what we do with our show, Cam's only been uh, part of our community and enjoying cannabis for about uh, since legalization in Canada. So he's pretty new. So um, I'm in, he's been leaning on me for like the old school knowledge on, you know the details and the folklore that we know yeah. but he's kind of helping me out with the gross side of things so we got a good uh thing it's kind of like our angle where we got the, like the rookie veteran type situation nice man yeah i'm quite green with the green so uh, two years makes me like feel like a an absolute rookie compared to most of you guys <laughs> <laughs> now as long as you can pull a couple of plants off it's it's easier than people think. A lot of people don't want to get involved because they think it's difficult and yeah, you need to know all of this science and stuff. But really, if you just put the seed in the soil and let it do its thing, yeah, I mean, you've got to feed it and that. But take it step yeah. by step, just do it, you know? Get involved. Jump in at the deep end. Yeah, I've gone from, I started with soil and uh, I've moved to cocoa now, which was like a, a complete different experience for me. Nice. But I'm, I'm finally getting the hang of it though, like the the schedule with mm -hmm. it and stuff and um, trying to figure medium. out. Yeah, I, Coco it's, is a great medium, but she's oh yeah, a hard taskmaster. She uh, can master. be. Yeah. 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 I've had a few issues with my most recent crop with uh, magnesium uptake and stuff. So yeah. um, I've had to, like both my girls like the water a little bit different pH. So it takes me a little extra time to do my watering every day and stuff. But What pH are um, you giving the plants now? Pardon me? What pH are you watering the plants? Um, I am doing uh, just over six for the King Tut and just under six for the Blueberry. Yeah, you see Cocoa likes 5.8 in bed and 6.2 in flower, around there, and you can let it swing. But they're happy yeah, I... around there. That magnesium deficiency comes a lot in Cocoa uh, around week three, week four, just before you flip to flower or just as the flowering starts. Okay. You should give them a spray with uh, Epsom salts. Drenching. Really? Yeah, foliar okay. well, feed, I'm going to write Epsom that down salts. here. Yeah, it's a... Uh... One teaspoon, what is it, Mackie, per three liters is, is your diet, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So. yeah, just use a third of a teaspoon per liter. Yeah. Give it a good stir in, and then you completely coat the plants, uh, top and bottom of the leaves, because calcium and magnesium work together in the plant, and sometimes yeah. the magnesium gets used up more than the calcium does because it's in the water and things like that, so it's off balance. And then this calcium can't get broken down because it doesn't have enough magnesium, so when you give it the Epsom salts, which is magnesium sulfate, it delivers the magnesium directly to the cell leaves, and then that can take up the calcium again and gets the process kickstarting. I'll probably get started on that in the next few days, actually, because it, it does look like it's coming back a little bit. Like mm. I can just kind of see in the, the segments of the leaves, it's starting to get a little bit lighter. So I, I think it might be coming back. So I'll probably try this. Yeah, in the next they, days. they love that Epsom salt spray in the middle. You only need to do it once as well, and that's enough. Okay, beautiful. I'll, yeah. I'll probably do that in the next couple of days. Thanks for the, the tip. Give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
makes a difference, man. And then once you get that cocoa dialed in, the yields, man, the yields can go way up on that cocoa. It's crazy what you can pull out of a cocoa tent. Mm. Yeah, I was really excited about my my last grow. I did um I did four uh four plants in the last one. I found it got a little crowded, so I went down to two this time. Mm. But um yeah, the the yields on it, like the bud structures and everything were so far superior to my first one. I mean, my yeah. first one was just, you know, my my first one anyway, but um I, the only issue I ran into on my second one was I didn't lollipop them enough, so mm. I got a ton of tiny little buds all over my all over the stems and shit. Yeah, so yeah. We've, we've all done it. Yeah. 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 Very, <laughs> Fairy buds. Don't fairy, knock the fairy, airy, buds. fairy buds, bro. <laughs> you make some hair yeah, when you got edibles like... or yeah, yeah. Oh. uses for that stuff. No problem. Yeah, oh, that I, I still fairy. smoke it too. I don't really care. Yeah. I, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That airy fairy shit has saved my ass <laughs> yeah. so many times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's still good shit, but I just wanted to have some bigger, like fatter buds to to give to some friends and shit. You know, like yeah, I was yeah. giving them all these little popcorn nugs, and I was like, "This isn't as <laughs> impressive as it should be." I don't think. No, Sorry, okay. guys. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> free weed is good weed. Free. No, wow, this is true. It's free weed, isn't it? It's free weed. Did anybody give you shit for your buds? I didn't. I was like, fuck, thanks, buddy. No, <laughs> nobody gave me shit, but it was a point of pride, you know? It's yeah, like, fair it's, enough. Fair yeah. But it's, it's, nobody life, gave you shit. To your face <laughs> it's just a pain yeah. in the ass to deal with it extends the harvest but they're in terms of like the you know they might be a little less potent but like come on really they're still it's still yeah good quality shit especially if you do it so i just hate it because it takes me another hour to cut the down plant and manicure yeah, it and yeah shit that's like what that, pisses so. me off if i yes, got popcorn yeah. it gets chopped off man i, I usually yeah popcorn. just hack it off and then throw it in the bag and put it in some noodles I've been looking through all your your podcasts. You you, you review a strain every every podcast, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That that That's was like cool one, that one of the things that we wanted to do was like because we kind of saw it as an intro for people who were newer ish yeah. to it. Yeah. And with the legal market here, just looking at something and being like, hey, you can't look at the fucking jar. Let's tell you about it before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we blow a lot of money on it as a result. But <laughs> it's a nice idea, wow. though. Mm. You get, but, yeah, to be useful for consumers, right? Like we want to be able to vet products for people so that when they're spending them, their hard earned money on it. They they know what to they expect what for getting, the most yeah. part, right? Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you do any live streams on video or are you just audio only podcast? just audio only we like to to be able to edit instead of like rolling it yeah, out on yeah. the fly uh, cut out some of those ums and uhs and all that Man, shit. it would have been nice to see them uh them strain views done live you know like you sit there you got a yeah. white window you here see the red and, eye coming and, in and, you know <laughs> see you all get good and high turn to dust <laughs> it's legal and it doesn't have a proper seal on it <laughs> oh that too yeah maybe maybe i should just take little clips for the instagram account that we have and just like mm. i'll smoke it wait for my eyes to get red and giggle and cut it <laughs> well you've only got a minute you're still in the realm of like being a new smoker in it so it's still going to affect you to the max we like most of us are old school smokers and it don't yeah. Do yeah. <laughs> just smoke for the flavor yo yeah yeah <laughs> i love it really we were only talking about this earlier. You don't get stoned like the way normal no. people get stoned. Oh, well, not normal people. Sorry. Normal people. New <laughs> people. <laughs> Dude, I've smoked for a long time as well. But the like at one point, I must have been smoking for what, 10 years or something. And I took a break for six months. And it was like a really boring six months man. <laughs> and then you had an awesome week or but two. then well i was i was jamming with some friends and it was like yo mackie obviously they didn't call me mackie because that's not my real name 
But no. yeah, yeah, go on, go on, have a bit. I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I, I, and I took like three tracks of this shit and I'm pow. I was fucking stoned off yeah. three tracks, man. Why did I ever give this up? Oh, man. I didn't have to oh, wait God. that long, man. When I went to the Philippines, I was there for 35 days and I came back and I had a nice jar of God's green crack waiting for me. And I smoked that and I remember the plant was like, you know, <laughs> waving my arms for those who can't see on the audio. And I was like, oh yeah, this, I can kind of understand. I don't, I don't agree with it, but I can kind of understand why somebody who's never smoked this before might think this should maybe be at least, you know, in the hands of those who are responsible, mm -hmm. prohibited, I guess. I didn't want to say illegal because that's that's a harsh word. Yeah. Yeah. The controlled Mary and Jane, that, but yeah. That's that's why we always say if you're trying it for the first time as well, and if you are pretty even if you're new to it, take your time. Baby yeah. steps. Yeah, baby yeah. steps. Take a couple mm -hmm. of tracks. Couple of tracks. Don't go eating no cake. <laughs> I was gonna say we say that on the podcast all the time with our strain reviews like if it's a higher THC percentage like mm -hmm. um, like stronger something that may induce some sort of anxiety we we always just say start low go slow yeah. kind of thing mm -hmm. because yeah, yeah, yeah. don't wake and we, bake we with this yeah don't yeah, yeah. yeah don't don't do your coffee and uh and and strong weed Sounds like a challenge to me <laughs> new people too don't feel like you have to smoke the whole joint right like right, you open nice. a bottle of right. vodka you don't have to drink the whole bottle of vodka Man, don't have to drink any of it like one toke see how you feel I'm smoking a whole gram anyway. of I smoked back in the day man yeah right God, I mean I would have been fucked up yeah and now you smoke a gram fucking it'd be like yeah where's the next one but you know when you're a home grower as well have you experienced that cam like now you've growing your own shit like how it's completely different to when you're buying it you're just grabbing big buds it was uh it was eye-opening when i had my first harvest because it was still quite early into legalization for us so mm -hmm. we hadn't really had our craft providers come out or or anything like that our our micro cultivators now that we have in canada it was all, shit. It was all garbage weed <laughs> like like tg was saying earlier it was all garbage dusty shit and uh um when i had my first harvest and was smoking my own first weed i was like holy shit this is what weed could be and mm -hmm. i yes, yes. and I, and it, you know it wasn't even anything special it was my first grow you know it was it was serviceable bud but just it being fresh was mm -hmm. probably the the biggest difference well the love goes into it when you've grown it yourself so. oh yeah and and the price as well the price difference in between yes. home growing compared to going out to buy it that was kind of like the st the start where a lot of the podcast stuff kind of grew out of with our conversations because when cam stepped into like cannabis world he, that was what he knew before he started growing his own shit which was mm -hmm. actually and I, like i've been smoking for about 25 years and i had like really solid uh, connections before and when legalization hit i was determined that i was going to sign up i was like okay whatever if this is going to happen we all got to get on board or it, it isn't going to isn't going to work yeah so my intention was to do it as best i could but at the same time, we're having conversations. He's like, man, like, you know, this isn't quite what I expected. I'm like, man, it's so hard to explain to someone who hasn't had that experience of that, of that stuff. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. I knew, I, and like where I was getting, like I was getting it from farmers and shit. I wasn't getting it from like my, a guy on the street or whatever. Although I have had that back alley uh, transfer that you guys were talking about. I mean, we've all had that Me shit too. Um, it, it's just like, just how much more it could be and what it was. And when we finally started to see that, at least in the legal side, I want to say like around 
March of this year, we at least started to see one or two things pop off occasionally. The price isn't matching it, but at least there was something of quality that showed, hey, there's something more than this dry, dusty mids that are that everyone is pawning off as real cannabis. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally agree with that. Homegrown used to be the the bad shit. Remember when people used to slight homegrown weed? Totally. Now homegrown weed, because of the advancements in grow tents and grow lighting and nutrients and the equipment you can get, homegrown weed is the best weed. The ease of access for information too. That's yeah, that's a good point. Even you know books before that or podcasts, forums, YouTube channels. It's all out there. There Mm -hmm. is still the odd home grow that you buy on the street and you look at it and go take that <laughs> back because it is horrendous that would have been a bunch of my popcorn nugs probably <laughs> <laughs> so what is the, what is your plan for the future you've got any exciting things coming up on the future episodes that's a good question actually cam do we have anything planned <laughs> we, we kind of take like us <laughs> we kind of take the, the the south park approach and just do everything in a week so you give yourselves yeah. a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, normally, uh, normally the IM chat will pop up on Wednesday or Thursday and be like, "Hey, when are we recording this weekend? And what are we recording, by the way?" All right, because you you do guys record, don't you? We go live and then edit our live show. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. no, we record first and then we put it out like a day or two later after mm-hmm. we record it. Um, but we we've been kind of coordinating a little more because we bought like a shit ton of weed on sale at like Black Friday and Boxing yeah. Day. Pandemic so we special. have to like yeah yeah right. Well, I mean you got to be smart with your economics, man. So we uh, so we had to map out like all our fucking reviews because we're like okay, we can only smoke this weed this week, and that gets a little weird. So I don't know. It's uh, but uh, we I don't know. It's weird because we'll have like a text chat, and then all of a sudden we'll have like two months worth of topics for an episode just out of a random conversation, and yeah, then suddenly yeah. be be blown. But I mean, we do a movie <laughs> episode once a month, and we do a, a reader poll from that, so it's easy to get engagement from people in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've recently we're trying to get into the uh, the, not just weed related movies, but movies that are cool to watch when you're high on weed. Yes, so, yeah. which which is pretty much anything anyway i guess yeah, but yeah. i mean it'll be fun so yeah man so lads where do the listeners go out to find you uh if you're looking to listen to our show so the adult cannabis enthusiast podcast we are on apple google both podcast uh soundcloud spotify and podcast addict is where we hit up for audio listens um and then we're on twitter i want to run the twitter account we're at a cannabis pod and uh same at and cam runs the instagram over there uh, and where else is that everything cam i think so i think that's yeah. everything we have a facebook that we made in the first week of this but we have oh, not I, added I closed it. To it Fuck that. oh is it closed yeah. now God, uh, yeah. 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 yeah no we don't want that <laughs> yeah yeah thanks a lot for having us man totally. this was all, this is a blast i'm glad we got to hang out with you guys this was cool. yeah thank you guys so much we gotta do it again yeah. sometime yeah whenever i'd love to be well. back i'm definitely gonna join in on the uh the forum there so i'll see you guys there and Sweet. be checking out your guys content on there nice one yeah yeah any questions so, yeah, don't be Twitter shy too uh, i think i follow you guys I, I know i follow you guys on twitter and i, I think you follow yeah we follow each other yeah we're around so yeah well i'll definitely dm you and we'll we'll chat it up there as well would be for good sure. for tg yeah. to have fellow canadians to talk to every now and then you know he gets homesick every <laughs> emotional support canadians right isn't <laughs> well thanks a lot guys we'll chill yeah, man. Uh, have, have a good one you cheers okay lads we'll speak soon take care guys bye-bye bye now See you, Joe. See you, Cam. <laughs> Be back. All right. Do the fade off goodbye. That's That's good. Cool. I'm going to get this recording started.
Yes, we are back. Good and stoned. Hope you're good and stoned as well. There's cool guys, man. Cam and Joel from the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast podcast. Check them out if you enjoyed that interview. Yeah, I'm definitely totally visiting them too. There's fucking sweet. How, how far night. is the drive, you think, TG? Uh, what did we say? I think like 10 or 12 hours maybe wow. 14 hours somewhere in there Long that's only two right. provinces man uh but it's worth it because and that's a beautiful fucking drive through the mountains yeah probably worth it. good that's session on the way good session when you're there you know? yeah. <laughs> and cam See. has joined us as well hasn't he over in percy's grow room that's right he has yeah man he's a member yes. now that's good to see he seems to be having a good time Everybody who joins up has a good time, and we're a friendly bunch because we all grow loads of nice weed. Grow this stuff, too. A jolly bunch of stoners. So, if you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to hit that like button and share the show on social media so other people can know about it. And help us grow the podcast because we like growing. <laughs> See what I did there with the words "growing." Grow, grow, grow. I used them in different ways. That was cool. As you can tell, we're good at stone now. <laughs> like, what you been smoking during a break, man? <laughs> yes. So we should uh, move on to what the fuck? Who's that? Right. So, what the fuck was that? It's the end. It's all you, man. It's all me. It's all you, bro. Yeah. Well, after the the the. The, the mass panic at the end of the, the thread in uh, the, the forum. <laughs> yeah, it's people been on there this week, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was a good try, though. We get close. Uh, uh, not, not really. No. Right. A couple of things could have been applied to the noise in question, but they didn't describe the noise in question. Right then. I'll play uh, it so we all know what I'm talking it. about. Sounds like track to be from Star Trek. Oh, you're the closest so far. Really? No way. Really? And that was just taking the piss really, out of really, Star really, Trek really. non-fan fiction thing we were doing. Oh, to do with Star Trek. <laughs> well, it could be. You could you could write for Star Trek. What is it? Deflector dish and not the tractor beam or what? Nope. Is it EM drive? Said, is it the, oh! is, I was gonna say, is it the Haldron Collider thing? It isn't. Was I close to that? EM drive. The AM drive. Ooh, yeah. you're, you're you're almost at the right end. Warp four. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, I don't even think that we've made them yet. They're just no. there. Cool. Well, I'll I'll, I'll give up. Is, no, no, nobody's guessing it. It was just one of them. Um, it was the engines of the space shuttle. Oh wow, I was close, mm -hmm. but not like anywhere near. Oh, that's pumps <laughs> on the on the on the shuttle engines. Okay, yeah. that's 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 the, the that's like a very specific part final. of the engine. Oh, that's one of the bucket list things, man, is fucking watch a space shuttle or a, or a rocket launch down in Florida or wherever they do these things. I've but there is no space. space. Cool. What? No, no, I mean, let's go there stand no by and watch space. it. Fucking launch. I know there's no sound up there. There's no sound in space, so how did they get the sound of what that sounds like on the space shuttle? Well, because it didn't fucking launch from space. <laughs> <laughs> they tested it on the ground. And well, really I wasn't sound. there, so yeah. I can't say yes. This is exactly the noise. This was when well, it was generated. Yeah. This is the decibels it produced, and I don't know, man. these were the people that were there. It doesn't mm, sound yeah. like 1990s no, audio yeah. to me. I'm skeptical. Why not? <laughs> I'll get them. I'll get them if you want them. Right. So this week's sound, I'll give that a quick play. Here we go. Yeah. 
Okay, there's, there's numerous sounds in that. That's not just one sound, you know what I mean? There's a couple of things going on there in the background. And it's like soaring and hammering of some kind together at the same time. Let us know what you think, what the fuck that sound was. Yeah, man, so I'm going to stick a couple of extra seeds in that pot this week because I've sent out a lot of postage, so I know I've managed to keep track of what we've got and we've still got a lot of shit. So let's get some comps up and running this week and I'll add some more seeds to this prize pool. So if you know what the fuck that sound is, get over there and start guessing. Yes, you'll find the thread up on postagegrowing.com. Hit that spliff. It's time for Tangent Before 20. Right, so now I have to just quickly get this timer ready. Don't start yet. This time, this week, we're speaking about time travel. You ready, lads? So what we say, time travel, is it possible? Of course it's possible. What do you mean, forward or backwards? Any way you like. Any way. You think that backwards time travel is also possible? Like going back in time, you think we can do it? Yeah. The I don't know if we if can we do it, but there is somebody in the... It will be near present or future or very far future to be able to do it. But have they come back and changed something already? Well, could they? How the yeah. fuck would we know? Exactly. That's it. We couldn't know. What were you saying, Zian? You saying uh, you was on that there, Zian? Yeah, do- do- Doctor Who can do it. So if Doctor Who can do it, anybody can do it. Well, you think we can go back in time? Do you know how? Have you got any idea how would that work? Oh. Now you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think backwards time travel is possible because it gets too complex, you know, because there's a, the grandfather paradox where if you go back in time and kill your grandfather before he meets your grandmother and you kill him, then you are never born. So then yeah. you can't go back in time to kill your grandfather. So then but you meet your grandmother and then you born. Like going back to the future. You couldn't have gone yeah. back if you didn't if you didn't go back in time originally to kill your grandfather or your father or whatever, you you couldn't have, have been existed. there to start with. Exactly. So you've moved yourself back in time. You are now not present in that future time to be a constant. You're now in a different time. Right. So we're talking. So you think the that rules it splits have completely changed uh, now? Different world, yeah. different timelines, yeah. different world yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. So you've got now two different possible futures in front of you. You either do the original deed or you do something completely different. Right, so you have a choice in what you do. So well, that's how life works, isn't it? You're advocating yeah, but if this universe is what you're advocating. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, that Rick and Morty do a bunch of shit about that, and, and uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. But, well, I mean, to, to, that to makes be fair, more it, sense. The the, the 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 multiple universe thing sounds more feasible than actual time travel, but to be, it, it, how how do you know that the second universe happened if you chose the first universe? You don't know. It, 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 mm. <laughs> I mean, I understand what you're saying because this is also an argument that I've had many times with time travel in general. We really we can't sense time travel in let's say a real sense like we can sense temperature and we can see light things like that we don't sense time it's more of our consciousness actually our our uh, you know our being that experiences time so we experience time through our minds it's not something that we have a direct so because of that we don't really 
when you ask yourself the question, what is time? We don't really know what it is. You know, we, we know that it's controlled by gravity. We know that it's all got these weird functions. And then as you approach the speed of light, we think things change, but we don't really know. So right now, I mean, we're still trying to figure out what the heck this thing is really, you know, what is the fabric of time? How, and how do we access it? And I mean, one theory is gravitational. You know, what do y'all think about that? Well, oh, fuck knows. <laughs> it seems to be the only way it's going to work is by like I, wormholes and black holes and things like that. That I, might be, but that's time travel to the future, not the past. That's only, that only think, works if it's so, if, if it runs on a linear constant. Exactly, it, what I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah linear. <laughs> non linear, then you're fucked because you yeah, don't yeah. know when you're going, where you're going, and you know, with a line, you can kind of like jump back in like decades say right right i think with the multiverse that makes sense though because yeah every like you you start to say the birth of you is the point where everything diverges so every decision that's made from then on out there's two possible you know roads that could happen many and whatever we're experiencing is the one road but not to say the other road wasn't taken and then on that other road all there's infinity more choices to make right so maybe we can go back in time in the sense where like and i guess you have to assume time is more of a linear construct in that sense because then you could jump to like parallel universes or go i don't know how what the mechanism of that would be though um there's just so many paradoxes with time travel to the past do you know the bootlace paradox as well have you heard of that one which one is that like quick what is it so let's say for example you go back in time with the works of shakespeare like from now, you take all the works of Shakespeare, you go back in time, you go to Shakespeare and you're like, yo, bro, got this shit for you. It's going to make you some money. So then you give it to him. And so then Shakespeare copies the works and then releases them. So then where did the original works of Shakespeare come from? Yeah, because okay. you gave them to him for that was written by Shakespeare's and it, it just goes around. There's no, there's no origin point yeah. of Shakespeare's works then. I'm paradox again. Yeah. So well, there's lots of paradoxes. Original manuscripts. But then he didn't write them. You gave him the idea to write them. It doesn't well, matter. Not Where did the... because He'd already written them, and 300 years into the future, you've got those actual, and you've gone 300 years back into the future. And gave it to him, and, and then he's written them down, and then 300 years later, you're picking the ones up which he copied from you and taking them back to him. And then it's, it's the just a constant thing. loop of copy. It's the same thing, though. It's, so you're saying them. if you changed a piece of it, it should be changed by the time it gets back to you. Is that it? Well, it would be, wouldn't it? No, just just the works as they are. Rather yeah. than him writing them himself, you've take you've gone back in time and taken the works to him, and he's copied them. Yeah, and so then released them as his own work. Yeah, it's it's like the 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 the, the episode four. Just uh, we'll go back to Star Trek again. Episode four. I haven't seen yeah. it, mate. <laughs> movie, movie number four. They they go back in time to save some whales. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they go to a they, they, they go to a, a fabrication shop, a, a Perspex fabrication shop, and they give the formula for uh, a new kind of like 300 years in the future yeah transparent aluminum plastic yeah transparent aluminum aluminum i was going to say then Mm -hmm. fucking hell that would have been wrong (laughs) (laughs) so they give the formula and mccoy says to uh scotty um we're changing time and scotty says to mccoy how do you know he didn't invent it in your case 
Shakespeare did invent it because he'd already written them. Nope. So all yeah. you'd have to go back before he'd written them, where somewhere in his mind he would already be thinking about writing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just happen. Yeah, that's what so I'm you saying. You go back before. to before he's written the works and then you give them to him before he's written them and he copies them they, from his written Yeah, but all works. you're doing then is saving him a job. <laughs> yeah, but then well, tell, tell me well, this, the tell paradox me this. is if, there's no origin to the Shakespeare works then. What are you saying, Jimmy? And then it's a constant if, loop. If time travel is possible, why has somebody not gone back and slit mm. Adolf Hitler's throat as a child? Because what Maybe repercussions would that have? It would have obvious. changed. The it world. would have changed a hell of a lot. But you, well, you can't and, be sure, man. You can't be sure the consequences of something like that. Why has somebody not gone back and fucking slit Harry Anslinger's throat as a child? But maybe they have, but that happens on a different world line because the past exactly. is already done. Because this is yeah. ours, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. In this universe, but right? Maybe that's not... <laughs> that's not time travel per se, though, but kind of is, is because it depends on your definition of time. I normally love the time travel fucking conversation, yeah. but I'm like so stoned now, and I kind uh, of like, oh, my head just cannot take this. I think human <laughs> arrogance kind of gets into it too, because we define time based on at least the majority of us, based on oh, things like age, right? Like, I get older, I get bigger and more frail therefore time has been passed right, these are also happens, measurements right kind of yeah because we're eventually going to be able to solve that problem i'm sure with with you know the all the crazy fucking gene technology and all the bullshit the telomere hmm. uh, healing and stuff things that are coming out these days and right i mean the exponential growth of computers and quantum all this shit there's going to be advance in our health so then what will time really mean if we're all kind of essentially elves or whatever the fuck you know infinite oh. like what does it mean to them other than maybe ghosts are like people on the other world line i don't know they're right, not real so... i don't believe in ghosts don't get me wrong but you know maybe yeah, that doesn't really it. say anything about time travel but it kind of just like you... time hmm. it's, it's a weird it's like yeah i don't know what do you guys think about uh, there's one theory that uh, when if and when time travel is possible in both directions, we actually need to have an anchor point at one side. Basically, we have to build a device that will allow us to go forward from there. But we could always the, the least right. we can go back to is at back. the point when we hit that when we built the anchor device. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that would be it. But then what if you went back in time with a spare anchor device by 100 years and made that the anchor device. You can't do it though, because that. you can't go back from the anchor. You build the anchor, and let's say you build the anchor this year. So yeah, you can go forward, but the furthest back you can always come is 2021. Why would it have that restriction on it? Well, because basically, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's basically the only way I can describe it is like Stargate. Think of it as Stargate moment. We can only we can only go where we have a portal. So yeah. I mean, mm. you can't try, you can't walk in a Stargate and be on any planet, it's got to have a Stargate. So basically, That's a happy with this situation would be, the portal would actually be a time travel portal, but you always have to travel to where a portal is. A portals will be in the future, but you cannot ever put a portal in the past because you can't get there. So let's say that time travel to the past is possible. Where would you go? What are you saying, GB? I would like to go back to the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, no. like which part man that's like 300 no. million years of time yeah, <laughs> i would like i would like to go to the, just to the peak the just before the meteor 
66 yeah. million years ago. Yeah, just watch that shit come in and be like, well, see you later. Yeah, if I could watch it from space, that would be cool. But I don't want to be on the ground when that shit happens. Man. Yeah, yeah. But no. obviously, you see, the thing is, I, I have to think that time travel could be possible. But because it if it's going to be possible and for everybody in the future, there would be some sort of like a Geneva Convention type thing saying that you can go back in a way, but you can't be interfered. So we can't see. So say, oh, say like there, there's the somebody is it's like there's somebody here, right here standing now, but like I can't see them. My hand would be going through them, but like they're <laughs> looking going, so this is what High on Homegrown started like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Scrooge and the Ghosts of Christmas Fuck Past. And shit. Place. <laughs> so is, that why, is that why sometimes you have that feeling that somebody's looking at you over your shoulder or something? Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. man. Maybe. maybe. I mean, everybody's yeah. had that feeling like, what the heck, you know? Mm, that yeah, creepy feeling. Check yourself. <laughs> so that maybe well, you know what I mean. Like. So, but that way, then you cannot interfere either. So that, like, you cannot go back, and that you couldn't change something slightly, like, because you know, like, in it is a Homer Simpson or something. Yeah, goes when back he treads on the bug, on a fucking bug, and like, <laughs> uh-huh. everything is butterfly different. effect. Yeah, yeah, and then he goes back just with the baseball bat and go. <laughs> <laughs> place, and it kind of goes back semi-similar yeah that's well, a good episode dinosaurs man that's I a good choice though dinosaurs what about you TG where'd you go oh shit man there's so many yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a geologist right so like mm-hmm. deep time is is fucking really interesting I go back I mean right to the beginning obviously the earth is an in- inhospitable magma ball back then but just the beginning of life when whatever the fuck happened happened that would be epic. Um, yeah. And more arrogantly, to see it from a human perspective, like e- Egypt and Assyria and like, uh, you know, Babylon and all the ancient fucking, all that shit. And pre, you know, maybe about 11,600 years ago would be an interesting time to check out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall of Atlantis, maybe big meteor hits the earth, uh, erases civilizations that maybe may or may not be there. Um, and yeah, the fucking dinosaurs, man. Actually, the Carboniferous back about 300, was it 350 million years? I should know that off the top of my head, but I don't. Um, <laughs> giant dragonflies, man, the size of eagles and shit. Like, it'd be Whoa. scary as fuck. And you'd probably die because you get eaten by like a scorpion the size of a fucking bear, <laughs> you know? But uh, that'd be epic to see that shit too. What about you, Zian? Where'd you go? Oh. It'd have to be the late 80s as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Same as Wally. Yeah. Back, in, back to raving, man. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, Wally's Wales in the 80s. Yeah, definitely, me and Wally. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd definitely go back to the, 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 the illegal raves times, man. Best times. Yeah, fuck, yeah. 350, that's right. So, what about you, Marky? Where'd you go? Jeez, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there scouring my brain going like, where would you really want to go? I'm just happy where I am right now. So I'm really not thinking about where do I want to go. I'm just happy to be here. Hmm. Um, hmm. What would be cool to be able to see, though? I mean, unfortunately, the things that come to mind are, are just like historical disasters and things like, like the sinking of the Titanic. You know, wouldn't and just to be able to see something like that. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a horrendous thing. But at the same time, just to be able to, you know, say that you saw something like that would be just crazy crazy stuff maybe 
the end of World War II in Times Square in New York when it, when the news came out. Mm, yeah, I think that's that's, that's probably a good place I'd like to I would have liked to see. Yeah, nice. I would have liked to have seen the pyramids in like when yeah. when yeah, they'd yeah, just yeah. been finished being built and there was that oh. their fucking pristine Covered condition. In gold man, and yeah, gold and marble what? and it must have looked crazy. Uh, yeah, ancient Egypt itself uh, must have been. Yeah, yeah. that's what they say. And with Assyria and the old civilizations back when they were when they knew their shit, yeah, knew it was fucking up, man. You know, yeah. time travel will always go back to what Sheldon says on the Big Bang. I can prove I didn't invent time travel because I would have already come back and told myself. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. But would there you go to a different aspect. road line? That's the thing. I think you, you can't go back and affect the past when it's already happened. The universe is written. But there is multiple different timelines where it could happen. Stephen Hawking threw a party for time travelers. Did you see that? And it's like nobody he didn't tell that. anybody about it and nobody showed up. But maybe in a thousand years, if it gets figured out, people can go back. But it'll be a different world line that's affected, as already had Stephen Hawking with no people at his party. So we can say right now, as far as we know, and as far as Stephen Hawking knows, nobody's going to time travel because nobody's came to the party. Yeah. But when they do go back to his party, that's a new timeline, right? Because the one where nobody showed up, that's the one they're like, oh, we should change that. Maybe there's 50 timelines where there's there's a new go. Yeah, exactly. And then you get into the more infinite fucking choice after that so damn we just don't know multiverse shit man time travel man it's such a baffling concept but it's always a good one to speak about i mean the paradox is is the biggest part of the time travel i mean that's what we've been talking about here is there time travel and we we really don't know but the problem with time travel is man you can you know butterfly effect that that to me makes a lot of sense that if you go back and change something you can't really go back and change anything that would end your life Mm mm-hmm but I understand what ZN is talking about. Yeah, well, you're just moving on to a different different reality. So basically, you're killing the reality you're in and, and taking a different fork out. But but that's that's the thing. If you did go back, so say if somebody went back and stopped the bullet or thing for JFK or stopped him from being killed, or if they were somebody was to go back and say, I can't think of anybody else fucking off the top of my head. <laughs> Well, it kind of goes back. There's like so many famous people who have been killed. (laughs) It kind of goes back into that. They had a John Lennon, man. They had a two part episode of Voyager. I think it was the uh, what is the year of hell or something like that. Two minutes where they had to uh, go back and and rearrange time. And every time they rearranged it, something else got messed up. Yeah, exactly. So what we were saying then, TG, is time travel to the past possible? Uh, Yeah, but I think there's the caveat of it's not it's the same past but it's now a different past so mm-hmm. you know sweet zian what would you think same yeah yeah uh, i'm I'm pretty much on that same thing i think i think about one day it will be possible but you won't be able to affect this timeline you affect a different one and there'll be mm-hmm. different universes split off from there so maybe there's millions of universes aka simulations that makes <laughs> and, sense right and, and heads, totally that's on. where you have <laughs> infinite amount of parallel yeah. universes were you saying GB? So, well no i just i was agreeing with you and i was saying yeah. and that's where you could have that the theory where there is an infinite number of parallel universes and that could be because we have our are all capable of going back in time and changing the last our minute thing yeah. ticking monkey what you maybe. think i don't know I've, I've i've 
studied a little bit on this. My kids and I used to talk about this over dinner, believe it or not. And I'm, I'm still of the, of the mind that, no, you can't go back in time at this point in time. But I am pretty open to what GB was saying, that we may actually have ability to view time and not so much go back in time. Mm. So that actually, uh, that kind of, uh, that ex that's, that's a new theory. I want to look into that, actually. So, no, we can't go back in time, but maybe we can view back in time. Sweet. So there we have it, man. Technically, you could think your memories are going back in time because if you're watching a, an old movie and you're back there in that time, in that moment. Yeah, VR, sometimes. man. Right, so that's it then, everybody. As, as you can tell, that's the stone of discussion on time travel and we, we do think that time travel is possible. So you don't need to read no science books no more. Yes. yes. Truth or spoof. Truth or spoof. <laughs> nice. Right. Oh. So, uh, truth or spoof, there's going to be three statements made, and it's going to be a secret. So, I'm not going to let you know the answers. Right. <laughs> sure. And one of them is going to be false. Two of them are going to be true. And it's your job to try and identify which one is the spoof. So, uh, if you're liking the video, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, share with your friends, and download more podcasts on Tuesdays. So, anyway, truth or spoof. Wow. Look at the blank screen. I made sure everything was turned off to make sure that I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> Look at that. So question number one. There are only three countries in the world that don't use the metric system. Okay. Question number two. People who are currently alive represent about 7% of the total number of people who have ever lived. Okay. And number three. There are only three countries with the names that begin with the. Okay. So you, you're a geographist, temple grower. I'm, <laughs> I'm already taking the piss. I'm not a Mongol. <laughs> geography. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to go with this first, bro? <laughs> you're a G ist. Yeah. You're a geographist, G, right? Uh, that, you know, I don't actually know this one at all. I feel like number one might be false because, like, I don't know, America seems like they're, I don't want to, you know, I don't know. America likes to be America, you know, and they're like, so, but the, the second one, like, there's been around, there's been people around for a while. And the third one, I can only think of two off the top of my head, but I'm sure I don't know all 198 or however many countries there are. So, fuck me. Yes. Mm. Difficult one. I like it. Mm. Let me just grab my rolling tray while you have a quick think about that. Uh, fuck me. Well, it depends, I guess, when you think humanity started on that one. But Ooh. I guess with an 8,000-year 8, number, whatever modern humans good answer there. Uh, We'll go with that as a assumption. I don't know, man. I'm going to go with number fucking one. Let's just say America. I don't know. Maybe America's the only one. I don't know. Most mm. other countries are pretty metric, as far as I can. I know. And... Yeah. Okay. TG number one. Monkey, what are you That's saying? Okay. It's kind of strange ones here. I'm going to let yeah. three go and say probably true on that. 7% um, of the total number of people alive now. That, you know, because of the exponential planet growth, I'm going to kind of almost agree with that one. 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to do the math right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there are only three countries that world that use metric system. I'm with TG. I only know of one. So I think I'm going to go with number one. But, you know, that's probably the trap laid right in here for Monkey. Hey, number one for Monkey. GB, you're next. To be honest, I think I'm going to go with number one as well because if you think about that, it's shit loads of countries with that begin with there, you know, like the United States of America, the Republic of Ireland. I don't know. That's yeah. That's how I'm going with that. And I actually think I do. I have read about this. Uh, people alive representing. I've spoke about it because. Our modern medicine is what changed the course of humanity. Um, damn you, Mary Curie. <laughs> <laughs> damn you. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be in this mess if there wasn't so many of us. No, but yeah, no, no, we I, wouldn't I, I, just be in this mess at all because we wouldn't I be know. here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go at number one. Right. Then, as well, I'm going to go. Yeah. ZN stands to you. Well, I'm torn between number one and number two, to be fair. Um, um, I'm I'm 90% sure it's number one, but I'm going to split the vote and go for number two and agree with Gilbert as it goes. I think it's possibly less than 7%. Okay. That would have been my second guess. Number two for ZN. Right. Let me just tap this spliff down right here. Is everybody smoking? <laughs> sure everybody's smoking right now. Here, like I'm make a wait for a while. I'll, I'll go make a bed. cup of coffee. Uh, hold you in suspense you right now. Right, so let's go from the top. Hopefully these are in the right fucking order. Aren't I? <laughs> I'm going to try and tell you what number one is and hope that this is number one. Oh, not that number two. Number two is true. Look, what the fuck? I could really label these better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Bill. Right. So people who are currently alive represent about 7% of the total number of people who have ever lived. That makes kind of, I mean, up to about the 1800s, there really wasn't very many people on the earth. And even, Mm -hmm. but seven, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like monkey, 7 billion, 300,000 on average. I I don't know. Like the math was too hard to do at the time. Yeah. That was, that was true. Yeah. That's a fuckload of people. That's a fuckload of people. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, uh, should we move on to the next truth? Here we go. Uh oh. Here we go. Oh, 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 hold on. Just right in. Drum roll. Da, 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 da. Let's do this. He's making us wait. Wow. Number one is also true. There are only three countries in the world that don't use the metric system. The USA, Sudan, and another one. I can't remember which one, but there is only three. Sudan doesn't? Yeah, there's three countries. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, Mikey. So, <laughs> for simplicity's sake, more than 200 countries in the world uh, use the metric system. Three countries that stand out, Libya, Myanmar, and the United States. Hmm. I thought we were the only backwards country <clears throat> that still so refuses just, to change. Yeah. So yeah, there we yeah. go. There's only three. So that one is correct, which means let me go Did back to the, the Streamlabs here. 
which means Myanmar is three. also known as Burma. All right, guys, he's false. For it. He's going to gloat. Look at mm-hmm. this. What's that? It's a clean slate. That's what I see there. Here we go. That's Here what comes. I see. Here it comes. Right. Yeah. So uh, I changed this. Uh, uh, there are only two countries in the world with the names that begin with the. Not the three. So uh, it was uh, the Gambia and and the Bahamas. They're the, the two countries that only have the at the start. The rest of them, it's more just because of grammar in the sentences. That's why they're pronounced the way the they're pronounced. Gam- Where's Gambia? Is that Africa? Africa. And this is what I Go thought as Gambia. well. You know, when you say Gambia, you say Gambia. You don't say the Gambia. It's <laughs> fuck you Google it and it comes up as the Gambia. Yeah. Oh, that's weird, man. Yeah, man. So there's only two countries in the world that have the, the in their actual name. But yeah, oh. like the Republic of Ireland is just Republic of Ireland. Yeah, it's, it's not just the Republic. Republic of Ireland, yeah. The yeah. Gambia. It's like United I, I, it's Kingdom just of when I'm thinking about it, yeah. The more you think about it. So there we go, lads. Thank you. You, you made that nice and easy on me. <laughs> <laughs> the Netherlands is in the country, right? That's uh, just the name. The Netherlands is a country. It's Holland. Uh, yeah. Maybe ask me a question about my actual G word, and then we'll see who gets it fucking Okay. Right. <laughs> more geography next week. <laughs> we'll do more geometry. Uh, yes, the geometry. Holland. Tree is in Holland. Holland is the time. English name for the Netherlands. I thought Holland it's was like a province English in the Netherlands. Yeah. It's just the most well-known Maybe it's just Netherlands. Place. It's like yeah. Ireland is era, but we just call it. Ireland because that's where English speaking. The Canada is Toronto, but you know it's bigger than Toronto, guys. Right. Yeah, you all asking questions like I don't know the answers. I don't know. I read these on guides online, man. So <laughs> ask them the questions. <laughs> you know, comment. I don't know. Fucking Google. Then ask us Are you verifying your facts before you do them? Or are you just taking it off to one website? No, I ain't got time Google. for all that, man. They send them BBC News. <laughs> It was in the Daily Mail, man. What the this heck? is just some simple stoner podcast, man. We don't need to go that much in depth with the fact checking. We well, tell everybody not to listen to anything we say. We are stoners. <laughs> entertainment value only. Entertainment value only. Yes. Well. So anyway, with looking, with looking at um, with Mackie, I'm after googling this quick, and it's just I see somebody has up a urban or is the Ukraine, and the first thing that came up was the Ukraine have dismissed the use of. There in the yeah, don't use the country. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. So it's they're now yeah. just called Ukraine, Ukraine. instead of the yeah. Ukraine, and that's where there's loads of places have yes. dropped. The, the Ukraine ball. is is kind of a hearkening back to the Soviet dominant yeah. era, and then it's yeah, it's you. It's Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. So <laughs> Ukraine, <laughs> the Ukraine, the and the Bahamas. Yes. Yeah. So well and done, everybody. Maldives. Oh no, well, hold on. Well done, Mackie. Well done, Mackie. Yeah. Yes. Another <laughs> slate for me. I, I think I've got a good average of one in four, man, and that's all I really want. So there you I'm, go. I'm doing pretty well. I'm gonna try harder again next week and make sure that I catch you all out too. Nice. Thank you, everybody. Let's go mm. on to the stone of quotes. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I wanna I got a thing to say, man. I was gonna say it, but I forgot it, man. The quote this week, I'm I was a little unprepared, I, I'll admit, for today's episode, but uh, oh. I was again, yeah, well, you know, that's, right? that's me and GB's thing. Uh-huh. I so, was but, very prepared tonight, how dare you, sir. 
Oh, I'm going to use this. Yeah. I was going to use this quote anyway because it's a good quote, man. And I didn't know who the the uh, the sayer of said quote was, and his name is uh, Paulo Coelho, and he's a Brazilian lyricist and novelist. He, his genres are drama and romance, and he's best known for his novel The Alchemist. But All right. I'm not. I'm sure this quote would potentially be from one of his right or some of his writing, one of his books, maybe. Not familiar with them, like I say, but it's a great quote, and it goes, A warrior also knows that the fool who gives advice about someone else's garden is not tending his own plants. So, <laughs> Very you know, nice. Advice oh, with yeah. a grain of salt, man, because you get all <laughs> the kinds of advice from us as well. We're, like, we, yeah. we mean no harm, obviously, but um, yeah, just, uh, just don't believe everything you read, everything you say, especially when it comes to this uh, growing stuff, because everybody's... Indeed, man. You've got to try this shit yourself and yeah, use everything you read online as a guideline only. Everybody likes to critic everybody else's All shit way. when they can't fucking do it themselves. So mm. that's nice it, man. Quote. Nice yeah, quote. That's a good quote. I like that quote. Yeah, we like quotes that, that to do with weed. <laughs> Willie said there, uh, the Vatican. I think it's just Vatican City, right? Yeah. Yeah. Smallest country in the People world. just call it their Vatican because richest country well, in the world, and also <laughs> the richest country in the world. Strange, is, that, isn't, it? isn't it? Yeah. Either the smallest, yeah. or Tim, because the Singapore is a city-state, and that is fucking tiny. So there's a small one, the M one in Europe. What the hell is that one called? Small <laughs> Montenegro. That's in, that's in Europe. Uh, no, Montenegro. No, no, what the fuck is it? Uh, oh, is it like Carlo. the Alps and. Yeah, it's around it's France and in the Alps and Sweden and Spain and all that kind of area. What the fuck? Monaco? I'm gonna be around Monaco. Monaco. Well, Monaco. Monaco. No, it's not Monaco. <laughs> no. Monaco. <laughs> what he said, Monaco. Monaco is southern France. Yeah. God damn it, Europe. Where's my map? Thank you, Galando. As you go, as your echo. <laughs> it's uh So I thought you was a geographist. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> is there fucking no maps on Google here? Christ. Uh, Let's move on to the outro a while. Yeah, yeah, TG looks up that Google Maps. <laughs> here we go. Monaco. It's not Monaco. That's a city. Yes, yes. Very good. <laughs> there we go. Another episode of High on Homegrown. Done. Was that episode 29? It's pretty oh. sweet, man. I don't know. I Somebody took the episode yeah. numbers all the way. No, I haven't. Yeah. She's still there, right? I was thinking Luxembourg. Way off. Yeah, Luxembourg's right in the middle. <laughs> what was it? Luxembourg, man. It's tiny, but it not starts with an M, for sure. Yeah. Well, no, yeah Luxembourg's not that small. It depends how you spell yeah. it, but yeah. Well, it's pretty small. Like, Luxembourg um, is about the same size as Ireland, I think. <laughs> it's not that small. Oh, Maybe it's a little bit smaller. It's way smaller than Ireland. Is it? Liechtenstein. Look at this. Look at all these people just coming up with these great ideas. Trinidad and Tobago. That's a small one too, yeah. Yeah, it is. Wales is pretty small, to be fair. <laughs> Maldives. No. These can like I mean these are like the size of city here in Oh yeah, that's what tiny. happens when stoners get stoned and look at maps. <laughs> anyway, I love maps, man. Right. I do. They're fucking. Let's nice. say goodbye to everybody here. Hope you're all good and high now. Hope you've all enjoyed your Sunday, sitting here and smoking weed with us and talking about time travel and pots and shit. 
and country and maps. Maps, geography. I hope you got a good geography lesson. Very good. (laughs) And a nice lesson there about dinosaurs as well. Yeah. A little little touch of everything in this show, didn't we? A bit of Doctor Who. (laughs) A bit of Star (laughs) Trek. (laughs) Right, so uh, what's going on next? Don't forget to come over to Percy's Grow Room and sign up. That's important. If you listen to the show, you'll enjoy it over on the forum. You will. Just click. It's nice and easy. You know, stay off social media. But if you're on social media, follow us on social media. I'm saying that. Yeah, you sound like Boris. <laughs> if you can't stay off social media, then follow us. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you can stay off social media, come to Percy's. Yes. Exactly. That's Because as is like a social media for chilled out weed smokers. Yeah. And that's yeah, an important one. You have to be chilled to out. Yes. Yes. yes, you have to be chilled. It's been a pleasure. I hope you've all enjoyed the show. It's time to go, I think. Because you know how we yes. can just talk for fucking ages. We but we'll see you again on Sunday. And if this is the first time listening to the show, then you can check it out on iTunes and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, everywhere. Just search for High and Homegrown and you'll find it. And the podcast is a lot sharper. Yes. It's nice, right? Than the live show. Yes. So it's polished. Some up. of the bumbling is out. We don't swear in there. We do, really. I'll leave them out if it's good. You know, if, they, if they're suitable swear words, they stay. Yeah. <laughs> right, here we go. Here we go. I'm turning up the music. We should do the fade off. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody. Stay high. Sign up to press right. You bet. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Laters. Yo, see, I just want to catch your attention now, whilst we're at the end of the show. While you're good and high, and in a good mood, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. That'll be awesome. Of course, there's loads of other episodes. Please feel free to download any of those that you haven't heard before. Leave a like on any of the YouTube videos or just support us in one of those many ways that you can. But most of all, share the podcast with a friend and make sure that you you let other people know about the show because we want more listeners. Nice one, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next week.